0: Welcome to another episode of Over Drinkers. Over Drinkers. I am your host, Mike Burge. Uh, it me. I'm the only one that hosts this podcast. Joining me today is um, the ever lovable, uh, uh, constantly returning guest on Over Drinkers and some other Story Screen Presents shows, but uh, primarily he seems to uh, be kind of into uh, talking about some stupid movies with me. Uh, and usually we do more than one movie every time we get together for these things. We, we previously did the Transformers franchise. Um, it's Tim Irwin, everybody.
1: Hello. Uh, I'm glad to be back and, uh, it is nice to be, uh, forced to watch garbage movies sometimes, or, or let's say, let's say a little bit lower, let's say lower art movies, like a little bit more mass consumption movies.
0: Yeah, uh, like Transformers movies with a Fellini flair.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, yeah. Movies movies that you say, who are these for?
0: That's a question that was happening a lot when I was watching these movies, Mm -hmm. and the answer might be... A little intense, but we're gonna we're gonna dig into it. So, a little table setting first. We are covering the Has Fallen trilogy. Uh, It's a trilogy. Up to this point, we have three more of these things coming. Uh, Plus, there's three more. Plus, like TV shows in like every country that are gonna build up. They want to make a universe out of this thing. So, um, we're in for the long haul here. Um, I've always been interested in watching these movies. Because I I love Die Hard rip-offs, which the first one very much totally. is. It's 100% and yeah. wears it on its sleeve in a way that I think is very endearing how proud it is to be ripping off Die Hard. <laughs> um, and we'll get more into specifics with that. But obviously up front, we need to kind of address um, the major elephant in the room, which is... Uh, Dear listener, exactly what you thought when you saw this up on our podcast feed and you went, they covered what movies uh in February in January of 2020? One shit. Uh so we came up with this idea around Christmas time. Yes. Uh around Christmas 2020. Uh we were kind of talking about what we wanted to do next. We have a couple fun ideas that are a little bit more big mini-series and stuff. We wanted to just do a nice big old bombastic, quick, quick thing uh and i brought up the has fallen movies cuz i always wanted to watch them i always found them interesting i knew nothing about them i have never seen a single trailer of these movies uh so we said yeah let's do that and we'll release it president's day so um
1: no you're going to do inauguration first
0: we were going to do inauguration day and then we were like oh maybe push it to president's day uh, Maybe if that makes more sense with like Valentine's Day and all that stuff. And then, of course, there was the inclusion of the events on January 6th, which are absolutely horrible, where a bunch of crazy people um, attacked the Capitol in an attempt to overthrow our government and destroy democracy. And it kind of made the entire concept of the episode a little weird. Uh, yeah, a little it's heavier. Been, it's been a little over two weeks now. Since that event at the time that we're recording this, uh, some tensions have gone down. It is still a very serious event. We in no way are attempting to mock the, uh, the sincerity and the seriousness of the terrible shit that went down on January 6th at the Capitol. However, it did make watching these movies obviously extremely more interesting, especially yes. the
1: first one, uh, the third one too. I have a couple the notes on one the third has, one. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. So we're going to jump into, we've got that out of the way. We are going to be bringing up the Capitol most likely from time to time because there are specific moments in these movies that are rather intense. Um, uh, it, when, you know, juxtaposed with like real life events that had just happened, you know, at the time that I watched the first one, it had only been like a week, yeah. uh, since, the, since the Capitol riots happened. Um, So we will be bringing that up. Just want to let you know, up front, this is in no way a bit. We are not trying to make light of any of this. This was planned before um, and we could have scrapped it and obviously done this at some other point. But we found it very interesting that something that ended up happening, like, because that's what action movies are like, you know, these kind of like disaster threat movies, terrorist movies, like they are kind of warped around the idea of like this could happen. It probably won't. And obviously what happens in the first movie, Olympus Has Fallen, uh, is much more intense than what happened in real life. And it was also the White House instead of the Capitol. But there are extremely uh, obvious, again, obvious connections. So just up front, wanted to be straightforward about it. We are not making fun of it. We are not trying to make light of it. It was a very serious thing. But we're going to talk about these fucking action movies starring teen heartthrob Gerard Butler.
1: There's no way to talk about these without talking about the politics of them because they're inherently political movies because they're about the president and they, you know, you can't get around that. And I think that they offer a lot of interesting things to think about in light of the way media has helped inspire what, the insurre the capital riots. How, yes. how? Yeah, those people have latched onto a lot of things that are in media, in media, or purposely rebelling against media.
0: Yeah, it's it's the old uh, Marty Biff uh, conundrum that I always bring up, where it's like people know movies and they know who the bad guys are in movies. So when you're doing something, ask yourself: Is this something that Marty McFly would do, or is this something that Biff Tannen would do? Cause Marty McFly is not a perfect guy. He does some fucked up shit, but they're always like there's an air of you know innocence to them. Biff Tannen is a bully and does dipshit stuff, so that you can use that kind of uh, quiz real quick to see if you're the bad guy in your own story. Um, But uh, before we move on, as always on Overdrinkers, we are partaking of some themed beverages. Uh, We are satellites right now. We've got the little zoom windows and stuff, so we are not. uh, drinking the same beverage um i have with me a can of um twisted tea hard iced tea original it's one of the big boys uh the the 24 ounces that uh got smashed into that dude's face about a month ago <laughs> i bought this um just for fun on the day that that happened so that i could get a little smile every time i opened my fridge and now uh seems like the perfect thing to uh Smash these movies in the face with as we go forward. So I'm gonna pop this one open. Tim, Tim, what do you got? Uh,
1: I have a. uh, I don't have a lot of alcohol in my house usually, and I wasn't going to go out and get it. So what I had was gin and um, some San Pellegrino uh, orange and pomegranate seltzer juice sort of things. Uh, So this is the oh, Jimpus has fallen.
0: Oh, (laughs) Jimpus. Good. Uh, yeah, we're there. Yeah. And and you've got some um, you got some uh, you got some uh, chocolate
1: knife cookies. Yes. Chocolate knife cookies. Uh, they chop, are... chop,
0: chopping, chopping chip cookie. <laughs> chopping.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought, I just I just rolled them in the shape of a knife before I cooked them. Oh, so, that's good. Yeah, Right. Yeah. Just for you. And then you stab you stab your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, you, right. as you bite. The, yeah.
0: Yeah. I uh, got to tell you, too, this twisted tea. um doesn't taste that great.
1: No, this is this uh, gin is is too much for the, the citrus. I'm sure. I mean, you can I guess this that, is okay, you know, but it's
0: okay. It tastes like iced tea. Fuck it. But yeah, let's uh, let's break in. So we're gonna be covering um, these uh, three bad boys: Olympus, Olympus has fallen, London has fallen, Angel has fallen. Uh, we're also gonna be talking about another 2013 film in between uh, the first two movies that was released the same year as Olympus has fallen. That has a similar plot called yes. White House Down starring mm-hmm. Channing Tatum and um Jamie Foxx rap- rapper Jamie Foxx mm-hmm. Uh yeah we're going to we're going to talk about it Olympus has fallen
1: 2013 Gerard Anton, Butler Anton Fuqua
0: Anton Fuqua which I uh so I'm going to I'm going to st- I'm going to drop the gauntlet here. Me and uh-huh. you haven't really talked about these movies all that much. We've been texting back and forth a little bit while some stuff happens,
1: but generally we've been keeping, right, trying to save keeping it, it under the, wraps, keep the it nice and fresh for this. Yeah. Uh, Olympus Has Fallen is my favorite one. Really? Okay. I think the, I think that's my least favorite one. And your favorite one is? I'm going to say the third one. I think the second one is also fun. I love the
0: second one too. And the third
1: one's my least favorite one. Wow. Okay. Interesting. And this, so this is going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. So, so why did you like number one so much?
0: It's just a diehard, like the diehard premise is easy. You know, you start off where I like the opening, the cold open with, you know, the, I, I remember watching it and I'm just like, so this ha- is this happened on Christmas? Like they're going to the yeah, White right. House right now, <laughs> right, and then that's Christmas... also die diehard, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's pretty wild. But then they're just like, no, no. he makes a mistake or blah blah blah, and I saves that. And I'm mistake. like, well, I'm... In, yeah. in the context of his character, he's I like, guess, I yeah. fucked up. I, yeah. I need to get my good graces back in there. Um, yeah, the uh, the president's wife dies in an uh, in
1: uh, an apparent attack. I, I thought it was an accident. Was I think it, an it accident? was really just they hit some ice. Is that but what it was? Because it looked like, like something crashed into something, or I don't know. I, honestly, I think I was on my phone for that split second and just <laughs> did not. I wasn't I wasn't going to rewind it. I just.
0: But yeah, he. I, I like that. Like, they kind of have that little table setting there. And then, you know, we go into he's a disgraced Secret Service agent working at the Treasury like a cuck. <laughs> and, you know, he's he's just like, oh, what am I going to do in my marriage and blah blah blah, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, cool. So then this guy's got something to prove. He saved the president last time, but wasn't able to save the mom. Obviously, the. The son is in here. That's going to be the main crux. It's like, can he save the president, but also save the president's son? Which kind of is like the first part of the the movie kind yeah. of thing after the invasion yeah. happens. The invasion is really insane.
1: Yes, great, um, absolutely bonkers scene. Yeah, so I, I
0: really just like I, I like the action in it. I like Gerard Butler when he's not taking himself too seriously. Uh And that kind of stopped around like 2015, 2016 where Gerard Butler, I think was trying to maybe be a little bit more serious and in certain roles that can work. But with Mike Banning, who is the protagonist of the has fallen series, I feel like he is at his like goofiest action hero, you know, um, just caricature in the first one. I really like him in London has fallen because I think it's like a natural progression of, uh-huh. okay, he's More back. responsibility. They change up the scenario just a little bit. They were like, they were stuck in the White House. Now they're stuck in a city yeah. with millions of people and this doesn't make any sense that no one's in the streets. Like, <laughs> I, I get it and it's fine, but I like how it's so, we're like, we're just trying to have fun here. Isn't it fun that they have to run around London and there's no one out? like isn't it fun that he has to go around the white house in all of these sets that you've seen in the west wing or other presidential movies and he has and he's and we're it's die hard in the white house isn't that cool and they have a lot of fun with that and that was my main issue with london uh, with um angel has fallen i think they just they they still do a lot of the fun 80s 90s like action goofs and stuff like that and they are still having fun with it but i think they tried to do a little bit too seriousness like some stuff was just a little too serious for me where i'm like also not enough knives i'm a big knife guy after these movies (laughs) the knife action in the first one magnifique london has fallen they heard the they heard us knife boys and they went absolutely you you want knives here's more knives and in the
1: third one barely a knife barely a knife (laughs) I mean, you got the finale with the knife, though, and I thought that that barely was barely great... a knife. Okay, All right.
0: barely a knife. I want knives going in and out of people a hundred and eighty <laughs> times at least throughout the runtime of the movie. We have knife penetration maybe four times Damn. in Angel Has Fallen. I'm not into it. Yeah, it must but be I tough did like you. it.
1: Yeah,
0: it was tough. I because I. <laughs> It, it, what does I call him? Like Stabby McStabton, and he,
1: he loves and, yeah, like
0: poke, pokey, pokey McSlash. Like he's just he when he gets a knife.
1: Oh boy, yeah. Um, I I guess to to the opposite of that, I always felt that like the sort of political like machismo of the of the first two was like. And the first one, like, especially, was, like, overbearing to the point where I was, like, I can't really find this fun because it's just, like, it's too, it's, like, too Call of Duty, like, too, like, chud, I guess. Like, it's just, like, too, for it, for me to really enjoy it. And so by the time, like, the second one lightens up on that a little bit. Um, the second one, uh, like has is just a lot more i think has a lot more fun and the even like all the all the uh dignitaries arriving that whole montage like <laughs> really sort of reads like um like a kung fu movie when all the different like stereotypes of people are showing up for the tournament sort of like, yeah, it's like of, mortal combat when yeah. they're just like, here's all these people. Here's yeah. the Italian guy. He's on top of the the church with a mistress, you know, it's just like, it was like sort of <laughs> going
0: like, okay.
1: Those sort of like stereotypes that only happen. it like to quickly establish like they're from here. Um, and uh, so like, there's, there's a lot more, it doesn't take itself quite as seriously. And then the third one is the most serious, but I think politically is so interesting the way that they like flipped from the first one that I was focusing on that like the whole time and just mm-hmm. like really um, trying to understand what it was saying or who it sa- thought it was saying to it to.
0: That was the thing that where it's like the third one, because these movies very much are kind of of a piece like there's yeah. there's a, a constant arc going through that is, you know, not the most engaging thing but it is a constant thing with the main character being like is this what i want to do and in the first one he lost it and he wants to get it back but he doesn't know if he actually wants to get it back and he gets kind of thrust back into it and it reignites his love for it in the second one he's thinking about resigning and then the third one he's just like it's already like i'm getting too old for this shit which is the the daniel craig skyfall thing where it's like you've only made two of these and we're already doing the thing where you're too old to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, it's a so it's a, it's about a guy who's like, do I want to do my job? And like, what am, what does that job make me? And that kind of thing. And so it's, it, it, it does kind of move around. And I, I find it really interesting that we're kind of inverted where I think we feel the exact same way about London has fallen uh-huh. where, it's it's not as serious or rather like it's it's sincerity in what it's doing is still goofy but a little lighter than the real over-the-top goofiness in the first one even though just the idea of London has fallen is ridiculous yeah it makes
1: no sense that first terrorist attack is so nuts that like they keep like The coordination involved, like I was thinking about that on the second one, where it's like, dude, even the best terrorist attack ever, quote unquote, best was like, they had like two buildings. And that, like, this is like like, Jesus, you (laughs) call it the best terrorist. (laughs) Well, most successful, let's say that. Okay, yeah, that's better. Uh, you know, the unfortunately most successful, yes. Look, even that like being like the most coordinated one ever. Sure, that that's that's a better word yeah. than best. <laughs> they <laughs> even with that, like it, it just like that's all that happened versus this, they like blew up this landmark, they um shot like three dignitaries outright, they uh then also had like a they blew up a bridge and then also um towed two two barges full of explosive to just totally nuke the French president who was like yeah. you could have done that so many different ways you didn't have to like they, it was the biggest explosion out of all It of was them. pretty wild because yeah. I was
0: like oh is that going to kill him because it blew up so far away and then they show like the <laughs> wide just, shot and you're like it just like destroys like a whole mile radius yeah yeah it's they're very over the top and they're fun um, one of the things that I think sucks the most about these movies progressively and we'll hone more in on Olympus fall in a second. Cause I think we're getting a lot of our feelings out of the way as yeah. a whole. Um, is that the budgets, uh, progressively decrease as they go. The first one was made for, I think like 70 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one was made for like 60 million and the last one was made for like 30 million. Right. So like their, their budgets keep going down. And I didn't know that until after in hindsight, like looking back, but I felt it. I was like, this doesn't have like the bombastic, like uh, tenacity yeah, that I right. really wanted. And I think that that's what attributes to both the things that I was missing from the third one, and the things uh-huh. that you found the most interesting. Because when you're when you're constricted under a budget, you yeah. kind of have to like you have to get a little bit more grounded. Right. And so it's kind of like work, yeah. Yeah. So it's like I think that me and you are of these two action movie minds where it's like I was going in for like the big goofy off the wall stereotypical nineties action movie fair and you were kind of like the politics of these movies is quite interesting and those politics do become more um like brought to the front right. as the budget gets smaller because they they don't have the set pieces anymore. It becomes right. a little well, sleeker.
1: I think I just like I have a hard time fully enjoying the first one, even with all the bombat like all like the budget and the like how much bigger it is because i like it just like in i i kind of can't let myself in good conscience like these movies because there's like the first one is so aggressively like it's just it's it's made it's made for republicans white house down is made for democrats oh, yeah. this one was made for republicans and that was yes. the main difference that i saw between the two of them and that's what i was like interested in in watching it but like it's really hard to Enjoy the movie when they're just beating you over the head with this like 2013 mindset of like uh, world police, like sort of bad guys are everywhere sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think they're doing it earnestly because they don't flip it until the like the last one, which is a different director, and different script, you know, different writers.
0: Totally. Yeah, it, yeah, it's different. It's different directors, all of them. It's the same writer's. Oh, it's the, the people who writers? Okay. The, well it's the the people who wrote the first one they made the stories for the second uh-huh. and the third but they didn't write this i think they wrote okay. the script they wrote the script with a couple other people for the second one they uh i don't think that they wrote the script all that much i don't think they wrote the script at all they did the story for the third one and then in the new one that's coming out it's not them at all it's the two dudes that wrote and directed the the third one it's like uh-huh. the dude that directed the dude that it. they're writing
1: the new one called
0: Night dark has yeah. fallen.
1: <laughs> I mean these dark ones, has fallen. They're like Tom Clancy universe minus like ten IQ points sort of thing. You know, like where it's like That's that's ten. That's uh you know I like that's I didn't very nice of you nasty. to yeah, okay, right. <laughs> sure. uh
0: these um, are stupid movies. Right. Like that's it's okay. Like it's yeah. I I like myself a good I, I was telling you watching Olympus has fallen. I've been watching so many twenty twenty movies. For our lists, at that point, I'm yeah. all done now. I've got my lists. I got my top twenty of the year. Amazing year. Hard to na- narrow it down even to ten, as always, or to twenty, as always. Um, and I saved a lot of the more kind of deeper cuts for the end because I was like, I'm not in the mood to watch that just yet. So my week prior to watching Olympus Has Fallen was filled with like. Brazilian and French melodramas mm. about like coming of age uh like maids and queer dancers that are like it's them against the world uh I was uh, they were all sad they were all yeah, very, very sad heavy. yeah and I was over it so to watch Olympus has fallen and to see this butthead just stabbing <laughs> the fuck out of so many people while being like uh while being passively racist in the first one and then full on like just yeah, kind of like accurate. has that explosion at the end of the second one where it's like really he essentially bad taste becomes like yeah he becomes the patron saint of like <laughs> ignorant racist people
1: yeah that one like just really like I was really enjoying like we both like number two a lot for being fun but then it really just leaves a really bad taste in your mouth the ending is scene. not
0: that much fun and it kind of yeah. Everything leading up to it, like I love everything, you know, and we are kind of jumping around right now. Yeah. Um, But I do, I do love the, the, the stuff about the movie that's just trying to have fun. I love, and I think maybe that's what pushed me away from the political stuff altogether, where I was mm-hmm. maybe kind of, again, like kind of taking them in a little bit differently than you just kind of putting the political stuff to the side, because I was like, I'm not interested in this shit. I I, I get it. You're not trying to say that, you know, um, Two-Face is Republican or Democrat because he's most likely Republican. Yeah. And you're already making the president of the United States in 2013 a white guy. So, yeah. I get it. We can go. We can move on from there. Gerard Butler is most likely, I don't know, but most likely doesn't share the same political views that I do. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I am but one person. He is but one man we can have our differences, but he can make me laugh when he stabs somebody like 62 times in the span of like 10 seconds. (laughs) When he like threatens, like, I'm going to put my knife in your head. And then, then he's fighting the guy at the end and the guy pulls out a knife and I'm like, that knife is going in that guy's head and Mm -hmm. I want it. And the movie, like that fun stuff was the stuff that really got me going for the movie. And when I started the second one, I was like, I want more. Of this he's gonna wear a suit this time. Mm, this is gonna be great. Uh, Two Face is gonna have more, uh, and I know his name is Aaron Eckhart. I'm yeah, just gonna no, call him Two Face. It's hard
1: to take him away from Harvey Dent because he again in the first one he watches somebody else die.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then it's <laughs> it all totally his does. face burnt
1: off. And yeah, then, right. Yeah,
0: it's it, it's like the second one had everything that I wanted. In a, a follow up to what I loved about the first one, it was just mm-hmm. like it's your classic sequel stuff. Bring it up, like, all right, it was the White House, now it's a fucking city. Mm-hmm. We jumped over, you know, anything else that could be in between, in between that, and we're going for it. And as soon as like he gets a knife, I'm like, good. And then he's stabbing people all over the place and he's like twisting knives and he's throwing knives at people. I love it. It's great. There's a machete at the end and I'm like, oh my God, is he going to get that no. big knife? Because a machete is a big knife. A big like knife, that. Yeah. It's a big knife. Um, but he doesn't. But the movie is smart enough to tease me with that. Um, and so that was the stuff that I was really the most energized by. You know, I was sending you... I was sending you emojis of knives <laughs> constantly throughout watching these movies. Uh and so then when the when the third one happened, I was just kinda like not a lot of knives in this. But there is fun stuff. And yeah. Angel Has Fallen is the one I'm the freshest on. I just finished yeah, it same. uh this morning. So what what Olympus is yeah, I I oh, had yeah. to take I had to take my sweater off too. I'm getting I'm getting all hot and bothered talking <laughs> about these
1: movies. I think it was catching on catching the noise against the collar. Oh shit! Uh, okay.
0: Well, our listeners appreciate it. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Right. I try. Um, so all right. So we want to start at Olympus. Sure. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we can we jump it around. Well, all right. So let's. You want to do Olympus versus White House Down? Because do you have any dirt on that? I always find it very interesting when you have a studio when two studios come out with like the same movie and. It's got to be like some sort of corporate espionage, I'm sure, where they say, OK, Paramount's making a White House getting blown up movie. We got to do mm-hmm. that, too. Um, and then they, they just like just like a Target always moves in across from a Walmart. It's, it's that kind of thing.
0: It's that kind of thing. Um, and you kind of hit the na- nail on the head as far as like the, the, the difference of the politics between the movies, because that is where a lot of it comes from, too, because uh, studios are also very kind of um, political. Yeah, they're very and- shrewd they they're very kind of like, you know, WB does these types of movies oh, okay. and you know that's what I mean. It's like yeah. WB does these types of movies and you know Disney is more kind of like this mm-hmm. or, you know, or to even better extent like Fox, 20th Century Fox was more of all things. 20th Century Fox has always been kind of a little bit more democratic mm-hmm. and liberal in views whereas Warner Brothers has always been a little bit more conservative. Not to really draw the fine line down there because it does come to the people who are doing the projects and directing them. But for the most part, you'll get something like Armageddon, um, which is uh, uh, much more Republican when compared to like Deep Impact, which was yeah. that year's kind of ripoff. Right, which Arma- is, yeah. Ar- Armageddon's about like the blue collar working man saving the world, using using his chops and his uh, ha ha ha. Yeah. Whereas Deep Impact is about, we must love one another when the yeah. end comes. This is how we get through. It's same with like Independence Day, and contact, you know, contact is much more thinky and much more. What does it all mean? What is religion and aliens? Whereas Independence Day is like fucking blow yeah. shit up and it, you get stuff like that. But then you also have your weird stuff like Finding Nemo and Shark's Tale. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it, it is very funny when these things happen where it is. It it, it absolutely has to be yeah. that a studio is developing a project you know, the script is moving around, uh, you know, let's say using random studios and stuff like that. You know, like I, I think it was Skydance did these movies, uh, the Olymp has fallen. I can't remember. Um, I know it's they not were a-
1: distributed by three different companies.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're, there's a big distribution going on there. Um, but it's like, you know, they eventually bought it, but it was probably shopped around and people read it and saw it. Uh, the script's concept was even just ripped off of some other book series, uh uh-huh. um, that Gerard Butler was set to play some main protagonist of these book series, and in one of the books, he has to find the president in a bunker oh, when the yeah, White House I is saw attacked that. by terrorists. I like,
1: the you know, stuff. so it's yeah. it's an
0: idea that's tossed around, and somebody probably saw it, and then they were just like, "We'll do that too." Mm-hmm. But it's insane how similar they are.
1: Yeah, well, I get, and it's it's crazy how similar they are. But then it is those like just demographic differences and yeah the studios may not be political but the studio like they may not have their own sort of ideals but they do know their audience so like that's their sort of you know that's their they know their markets and that's why they're making movies for said markets under under their emblem um and i it is like the differences between the two are very interesting when you view them in that lens because i think White House Down is a lot more like funny about it all. Uh, and at surprisingly
0: the... so, because it's a Roland Emmerich movie too, who is right. like, he's, he's a funny dude. Like, this guy did Independence Day in 2012, yeah. like, he's he does these disaster movies. This fucking movie is such a weird, weird thing for him to make. Yeah. I saw his name as the director and I was like, what? <laughs> it,
1: well, I was like, it does. There are a lot of shots that read as somebody who made action movies in the '90s. You know, like there were yes. a lot of shots that felt like, you know, I one in particular, like Channing Tatum, like running through the through the hedges, getting shot at, felt like a very '90s sort of trope uh, to put in an action movie, and especially the way it was shot too. I just, I, every, it was very interesting to see like a much more just like a high budget movie with such. Older action trappings. I guess I'm just getting to the age where, like, you start to notice different, like, even the the movies that you grew up with, like, what sort of tropes they all used and how to see right. that like, is right. Like, you you yeah. get
0: to a point, you know, we all hit that point where you know the the scene in Commando where Arnold Schwarzenegger is like carrying logs and stuff around shirtless. You get to a point where you realize, what is this? Why are they including this in the movie? Like, when you're younger, you're just like. Man, this guy's a badass and he's about to fucking kill all of these bad guys. This is going to be great. Ah, oh, look at him. He loves his daughter. Okay. But you get to a point in age where you're like, this is weird. They're mm. just showing me pictures of this dude with his shirt off for like three minutes in my movie. That's supposed to be like, yeah, action. Yeah, <laughs> you get to a point where you're just like, why does Channing Tatum need to take his shirt off and have a wife beater? With a bulletproof vest that's not zipped up. He's the Chan man. He's uh, it, it's, you get to a point where like the action goofiness needs to be embraced. And that's kind of the difference that I look at with Olympus has fallen yeah, and White House down right. too. where it's like, I think Olympus has fallen is like, we're not trying to impress anybody here. Uh, Like lock and load. Let's have some fun. Die hard in the White House. Let's go. And White House down to its credit. And I liked White House down a lot more than I thought I would, especially yeah. after, you know, uh, first off, White House Down, also a dramatically disappointing lack of knives, um, at least for my tastes. Yeah, right. We've established. Yeah. But there are a few knife scenes in it. Um, more knife scene. There's more knife use in White House Down than Angel Has Fallen, which is a sentence I never th- dreamt I would ever <laughs> say.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry I had to go through that.
0: But it's- uh it is, it, but it's very good. Like the the cast in White House Down is
1: solid. Stacked, yep. There's Jason Clark is great. Um, Love to see Lance Reddick in anything.
0: Lance Reddick, uh, well, Lance Reddick shows up in in Angel in yeah. Angel too, right? Like that's yeah, which what is a wild. Funny.
1: What a yeah. wild little what a wild little time we've had this past week with these movies. Well, you know, actually, well, that was interesting. Is that the the it's uh, Angel or no? Olympus has them. I'm looking at my notes. Olympus has them uh, this message about like we got to um, basically be on guard from threats all the time uh, from foreign nations. And yes. White House is all about a president who's like trying to withdraw from the Middle East, and that's why they're looking to overthrow them. And I think that that's like such a, such a strange difference that both, like, they both end up in a, in a White House uh, attack.
0: And it's uh, White House down, we should say, begins with um, a man. uh, The attack begins with a man rolling in a um, a janitor's box. Yeah, (laughs) it's a janitor's box. The janitor's cart uh into the capital entranceway room a room that i never would have recognized up until about 2 <laughs> weeks ago but it's got like it's got it's that big room and it's it's insane how much that room is defined by like the uh the rope um yeah what are they called come on i work at a theater i have these things uh the
1: velvet ropes
0: it's like the velvet rope thing but there's actually like a term for like what that stand is but I can't remember it now
1: but yeah like it's
0: how defined it became by that because you saw the image of everybody going into the Capitol and like moving the ropes and stuff like that Um, and it's the seeing that happen like I sent you the video of me being like oh no (laughs) because it starts them blowing up the Capitol to like create a diversion while they do this and it's and th- it is essentially all just like military, ex military brouhaha. Yeah. Like dipshits that are doing it. It's just like they're trained and they can actually do this, which is yeah. like, you know, again, it makes it like just like it's dumb people doing it at the Capitol on January 6th. Again, not, doesn't make it not serious, but uh, they were all very stupid and nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. And luckily, We were able to get everybody out of there in time where whatever it was that they were actually were planning, which more and more of that keeps coming out, they weren't able to do. Mm -hmm. It looks like they wanted to do something a little bit more in the style of what happens in White House down, which leads to like the kind of further discussion of like when you're watching White House down. White House down is the weirdest one to watch out of all four yeah, of these after sure. that
1: because tone it, is really all over the place
0: the The tone is a little intense, but it's also very um it's very the lack of the goofiness there there's definitely goofiness in White House down. They're having fun with the concept as well, but there is again like this kind of seriousness that they're talking about where it's like the we we left our veterans behind. Mm -hmm. and like we discourage them and disregard them and feign that we care about them um and myself as a veteran and dealing with a lot of the stuff that comes after being an active duty military it is fucked up luckily i haven't needed that much because i i came out the other side like a pretty well put together i'm a pretty well put together guy uh Mm -hmm. you know uh, my, my pride is not gonna is not going to let any silly little overseas war fuck with my head. Mm -hmm. But it's intense for me to even just try and get like a dentist appointment. (laughs) And it's like, it's, it becomes this kind of thing where the movie's dealing with this insanely serious thing. We had like ex military people at the actual Capitol riots as well. You know? So it's, it became a very surreal thing to watch these moments of that happening and then cut to like Channing Tatum, kind of doing his 21 Jump Street thing a little bit. Like he's just like very, he's a very, he's very goofy. Uh, Jamie Foxx is excellent in it. I think Jamie, I think this is one of Jamie Foxx's best performances (laughs) because, because he holds back so much. It's a lot like collateral where it's like, he's like, everyone's he's like, everyone's here for Tom. I'm here to make Tom's work look great. Uh So he's like, everyone's here for Channing. That's what they're here for. He's got the arms. I'm also kind of bringing the big bucks. Like, let's let's do this. And I think that it's. I, I I love the character. I think he's my favorite president out of all the presidents that we deal with.
1: I will say the presidents in in the past fallen series are pretty regrettable, like pretty forgettable. They're really not <laughs> that. Even even though they're more active for the most part uh, than Jamie Foxx is. Oh, actually, Jamie Foxx is pretty active, but like. I guess they have just more, more screen time, but
0: yeah, it's like, uh, Aaron Eckhart's, uh, character is more defined by his relation, like how, how Mike Banning feels about him, you know, it's, and in the second one, they give him a little bit more to do. I love it when he shoots that guy.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, I guess that's, I I love it when the president of the
0: United States shoots that guy in the head, which is another sentence I never thought that I would have said, but it's like, it's cool.
1: Yeah. Um, I what do you think about the the sets cuz I think that was an interesting difference between the two is that they take place in two completely different white houses to me. Of course. Yeah, it's very interesting to see like how much like lighter and how much more they push like the uh like the tourist section of the white house and the Channing Tatum one mm-hmm. and White House Down or Olympus is like very much in like you feel like you're in the press rooms like the whole time like you're in the back hallways yeah, of you know, you're not in the in like the part that everybody sees all the time,
0: right? So, as a White House professional currently, because I've been watching The West Wing for the mm-hmm. past uh, few months, so I know all about politics, mm-hmm. um, both sides. I completely understand how it works. So, and you can laugh; it's totally fine. People get jealous when I talk to them about how much I know about politics yeah. now from everything mm-hmm. that I've learned. You know, you don't spend seven seasons with a show all about American politics and walk away with nothing okay um i will say that it's like having seen this this was another kind of fun personal juxtaposition for me of like having the west wing show be very just kind of you know what it is we all know what west wing is and then go to these same sets and have it <laughs> like that now people are like shooting each other and then like <laughs> go back to watching west wing again and i'm like I remember when that guy got stabbed like 30 times in the neck, uh, <laughs> right here. In, in, in this room, right? Yeah. Here. Um, or I guess rather he will in 2013. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, I, I would say that Olympus has fallen is a little bit closer. Um, you can't fuck up the Oval Office. Everybody's done the Oval Office before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in White House Down, that's one of the primary sets. Like, you do go to the press room. You hit these marks, you know? Like, yeah. you, you, the entrance way, the press room, the Oval Office, um, the West Wing, like, kind of, like, corridors and stuff like that. And I feel like Olympus kind of utilizes the fact that the White House is filled with hallways and corners yeah. more to, like, their advantage. Because, like, that leads to more stabs, which I'm into.
1: Because mm-hmm. he has to be, because yep. he has
0: to be quiet.
1: Yes, I love Can't it. He's the gun. All he's just yeah. it's it's so Call of Duty. These yes, uh, these movies. I, I, just...
0: I, I'm into that. Like I'm like, give me like a really fucking twisted T version of like this of this kind of Call of Duty like movie nonsense. And mm-hmm. again, I I I or rather I should state the lack of knives in Angel Has Fallen. Is not Angel Has Fallen's fault. And I don't hold it against it. It's probably why I didn't like it as much. But I get it. There's no need for Knives in that fucking movie. There's no need to be all sneaky sneaky quiet quiet. When he's sneaking into like him. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Him sneaking into the hospital where the president of the United States (laughs) has been in a coma and getting like five feet away from the door is fucking crazy. He's the only one who knows. He's the only one that could do it. Sure, sure. Um, But on that too, Olympus has fallen. One of the things that's really neat but also extremely irresponsible is... um, to fi- to plan the attack have you read this oh yeah they they had the
1: uh <laughs> they, but they had they the had secret, actual service, secret guys.
0: service guys be like how would
1: you do it if you had to which leads me to like are they making some of this shit up or well, i was thinking like so what the like you got like some secret service dude and and uh like he's just a, he's just drawing like an AC one hundred thirty, like piloted by North Koreans shooting down uh, This is two what F-22s. I'm thinking of. I'm that's sort of like who came that's, up with well, that? Yeah. Which I mean it, that's it was, the most bonkers.
0: Like it was probably something like, you know, well, an aerial assault would probably be great, and it's like, yeah. well, no shit, you dumbass. <laughs> like that's how war works. Yeah. When they <laughs> invented planes, war became a totally different
1: thing just like yeah i the it should snipe people from 3 300 like that's 3, what i'm talking about up. like yeah. i'm like
0: what of this i just love the idea of some like like a group of 3 ex secret service Meathead. agents yeah, just kind of just up. being yeah. like well you know you're going to have to you know, create a fence, you got to create a perimeter around it. And, uh, but White House already has that. So you just need to take control of that. And it's just like, okay, you shouldn't be telling people this.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure that i um, I guess if I was a paramilitary person and I was trying to break in, I would have hired people who would have had the same sort of, sort of thought process as those secret. I guess that's guys true. Would. I so, mean, and
0: to be honest, you are probably the most paramilitary guy I know. Yeah, I guess so. You're welcome. <laughs> don't worry about it. That's your birthday present for this wow. year. So don't, don't. How about it? I'll yeah. just remind you that I that I gave you that yeah. compliment back now, in now January. On a watch list. To... That's the yeah. other joke. Is like yeah. watching White House Down. I was like, this movie is actively putting me on an <laughs> FBI watch list in real time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one. I mean. That one, they just like crap. That one didn't make a lot of sense. Both of these attacks felt so outrageous that, like, I don't think that would ever happen, sort of. Like, it was really hard to suspend my disbelief for, like, I mean, I get, I mean, in hindsight, it is that's crazy the, that. That's yeah. the
0: fucking thing is, like, yeah. the as Capitol riots, like, it, yeah. were, like, kind of disorganized and yeah. feels like they kind of just happened for the most part. Like, there was, like, they used the mob as, like, The distraction. And there was like, you know, maybe about 50 to 100 people actually in there that were like, we're going to fuck shit up. But luckily they were all fucking dumbasses. So they weren't able to figure it out. And you've got people like real life Mike Bannings, like that officer who was like this way, dumbass. And like led people up staircases while everybody got away. Mm -hmm. But then you also hear about stuff like to which I know this is insanely dark, but like people getting texts from like um congressmen allegedly about they hide them in the tunnels, lock the tunnels off and turn off the gas. And you're just like, what? So it's like all of this kind of, that's what made the Capitol riots so insane. Not that I'm blowing anybody's minds with that kind of proclamation, but it's like stuff like that's not supposed to actually happen. Where it's my, it's my whole thing where I'm just like, it makes no sense that a comet hasn't smashed the fuck into us yet. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me in my limited understanding of how space works. I'm just like, you're telling me that it's never it hasn't happened in millions of years. Like we're fucking do, baby.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get you are right that it did happen that easy. I guess it's just sort of like you still sort of think if somebody would have tried something more organized you'd be like yeah well obviously they would have like it's like you, you're playing chess against a pro versus playing chess against a, a dummy sometimes the randomness throws you
0: off right well, to harken yeah. back to something that you said before the complete opposite and i'm comfortable saying this i'm like the capital riots the worst terrorist attack <laughs> that i can think of i think that's an okay thing to say yeah, it, wor- I, it works in so many different ways, you know, yeah, technically yeah. skill wise. That was
1: bad. <laughs> well, not well executed. Yeah. Um, what about that? Uh, that Scooby Doo ass like twist at the end of White House Down that that had me dying too. had they like at the in the oh, last yeah. second, they just sort of like Mr. Jenkins, <laughs> like the guy.
0: That, yeah, I remember like looking at him like, oh, this is already over. But there's like there's like 10 minutes left, man, that's, that's going to be a hell of a send off for these characters. I just met like, all right, that's something that you reserve for like Lord of the Rings. You know, <laughs> like we're going to spend 10 minutes with these characters. Cause we're saying goodbye. And then I was just like, Oh, the pager thing. Is that what's going on? Yeah. And then they were like, the pager got him. And I'm like,
1: okay. All <laughs> yeah. right. If it wasn't for you meddling pagers. I... Um, I don't. Know, you got anything else about about White House? How about the, the Chrome the Chrome RPG? That was Man. sort of like for an otherwise serious movie that the president would have an RPG in his trunk that was also Chrome.
0: <laughs> was- you uh, you you told me about that coming up, and I forgot all about it. And then when it happened, I was like, "Oh yeah, the Chrome RPG." What did you say? Uh,
1: <laughs> he got he say- got five hundred kills with it. So you got this the, the you got the skin. Chrome. That is that's that's it. There you
0: go. These are the jokes that we bring you on. Onto the episodes. For
1: I'm looking over my my notes again. Yeah, what else uh, do you have on there? Why is Channing's collar like that all the time? It's like inverted. It's like ju- it's just like I my neck is too too beefy to fit in a regular shirt, but I I don't know that enough to just buy a shirt with a bigger neck.
0: Right. I, he just it's can't he can't ever like close the whole thing, which I I've, I've been we've all I think. <laughs> I think we've all been there where it's like, oh, I packed on a couple pounds and the shirt doesn't close all the way around my neck. So I'll just, uh, you know, I'm just just, do the tie up a little. Yeah, that happens a lot with me with the West Wing, too, where I'm like, obviously the actor, this is, you know, the 10th time they've done this scene and their tie has started to become loose. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't think that you're trying to present to me that this dude's laid back right now. (laughs) The dude who's fighting to get abortions illegal in America, I don't think should have the The loose tie look (laughs) doesn't seem like a chill dude. Doesn't seem too
1: laid back. (laughs) Not not yeah, not one of those uh, uh, those hipster types that like that flouts convention. Yeah. Yes. Um, Both of these, all of these movies have like surprisingly bad CG. I don't know if you felt that they're cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah, Yeah, I guess.
0: Uh, I feel like they're just like. I think that's another reason why the third one is just kind of like, it's just cars crashing into each other. (laughs) We don't need to do too much.
1: I liked the the stunt work on the third one I thought was interesting. It is good. Uh, Because that's
0: all they got. They're just like, $30 million (laughs) is not a lot of money to make a movie. I'll tell you that. Especially when you're probably paying Gerard Butler half
1: that. Yeah. And then Morgan Freeman, too. Yeah, who's doing it solely
0: for the dough.
1: Right. He's yeah.
0: like, I, I make these movies for for that cash. <laughs> uh, and yeah. also Angela Bassett. Uh, uh. You know, Angela Bassett didn't want to be in them, but only did it because... Um, Morgan Freeman. She yeah. wanted to work with Morgan Freeman. So then you can tell it's kind of like a... It's like a Han Solo thing. She's like, just fucking kill me in the second one. I don't want to fucking do these things anymore. Well,
1: you know what's funny about Angela Bassett is that she... Um, has a similar role in the video game Rainbow Six, which is a Tom Clancy product. Okay. And uh, which sort of brings back the whole thing into, like, this very much could take place in the Clancy-verse. Like, just like, it's so funny to think of it as, like, MCU but just Clancy, which mm-hmm. I'm sure that they there is some studio who is desperately trying to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I
0: mean, they're trying to make a Tom Clancy... Uh, I think they're making one of them right now. I think Michael B. Jordan's in it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They've been working on it for a while. Like, it's crazy. All this stuff that was about to start shooting. That's the thing I think a lot of people don't think about. Uh, is that everyone's like, movies still came out in 2020 because they were mm-hmm. all made in they 2018 and up. 2019. Yeah. It's, it's this year and next year it's that gonna you're going to start being like, that's kind of one of the reasons that they're saving all the big blockbusters is because... They know that they not they're not making stuff for that entire year and it's looking like they're not gonna be making a lot of shit this year too because we're we're little Still, diaper diaper wah wah babies and we can't get our shit together.
1: Yeah, we're we're not we're
0: not I wanna it. go eat my tacos at the restaurant. Why can't I? Literally just do nothing for four months and just get everybody vaccinated and it'll be fucking fine. Mike Birds, scientist.
1: I can't blame I, I just can't blame people too much uh, at this point because it just – it's just a failure of the federal government at this point. Yeah. I can't – it's just – and that's like – so I can't get too mad at these people who are – if you would have just paid them to stay home the first time. It could – it would have just
0: yeah. – it would have just been fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm, a, I'm a I'm a homebody though, so I don't – Yeah, right. i It's I'm been, fine. been okay for me. Um, I mean that's all I got for for comparing these two if you want to want to move on to London. Let's, let's jump on to London, a baby. Um take a, take a trip to take a trip to London. Yeah. To London town. Um So the prime minister fucking dies. Yeah. Find out later he's assassinated. Hardcore um, way to start a movie. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? Then there's no there's no president son in this one. They don't give a shit anymore. Sorry. No,
0: they've got they've got that really good line that I like, which is um, he sends me because it's all about uh, Mike Banning becoming a father. Yeah. Um, And he's got that good line. Aaron Eckhart gets a little bit more to do in this one. And he's got that good line where he's like, my son sends me, you know, we he sends me a joke like through texts every day. Uh And he's like, I know it's stupid and silly and a little cheesy, but that text means everything to me every single day. And you're just like, this is like a, yeah, that's like a, that's a very sweet moment to have. And obviously you can't have the son in this one because they're in fucking London and it would make no sense. that The president brings his 16 year old son to the prime minister's funeral.
1: Yeah. I did want to point out that they did call that we would have a gamer first child. This was back in 2013, if we go back to the first one. They did call that we would have a gamer in the White House. There you go. Uh, Yeah, with that that kid. Um, Aaron Eckhart is – it's interesting, especially in the second one, how weak Mike Bannon must think the president is.
0: I think Mike Banning is a pretty tough guy. And is probably correct when he thinks that most people are weaker than him. Yes. Um, he does really taunt the funk out of this president.
1: Right, and and like, and the way it's like shot. at the beginning,
0: he's running and stuff, and he's just yeah. like, "Yo, remember that time that I didn't save your fucking wife?" <laughs> and he's like running away. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but.
1: Yeah, he, sits on, he, just, he calls him a girl. It's, uh, you know, just yeah, he like, calls him so a short, girl.
0: Like, yeah. He's just like, oh, come on. Like, I've already overlapped you three times. <laughs> My face is the reminder of your wife's tragedy. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs>
1: um, and even like the movie, I guess that's one of the other things that I took political out, politically out of these. Is like even the movie is like trying to make you like show you that the president is the weak guy and the strong guy is the troop man. The troop you know, man
0: with the troop man, the blue collar troop man with the gun.
1: Right, and the and, president is and, just the, he's just the politician. Yeah, the knife. Right, and the knife, of course. Um, I want a Mike banning crocodile Dundee team up. I mean, he's very much like Russell Crowe. Is, is Gerard Butler not at this point? I mean, Gerard Butler
0: is Russell Crowe without taste like yeah yeah say what you will about russell crowe's own personal life and kind of personal project choices gerard butler was just kind of like yo you want me to do romantic comedies yeah sure yeah which is another thing that i think plays into angel has fallen and the fact that he's he's not looking too hot in 2019 um he's looking a little rough around the edges and i think that he kind of knows that his uh his days are over in uh, being like an action hero and a romantic interest. So starring
1: next to Katherine Heigl days.
0: He's a, yeah, he's attempting to, what's the name of that? The Ugly Truth? I think so. Yeah. I think that's, that's nice. The one. Yeah.
1: That's nice. Um,
0: it, it, I think it's, he's, this is him being like, let's build a franchise out of this. This is kind of like my golden ticket. I can do movies like this every three years, even though. He's already starting to kind of look like Roger Moore in like the last two James (laughs) Bond movies that he did where I'm like, dude, you should. They're like, they're like, oh, yeah, your back is kind of fucked up and you probably shouldn't be doing all this stuff.
1: And I'm sitting there just like, yeah, you probably shouldn't. You don't look like you should be doing this shit anymore, dude. That they're going to do three more is crazy, given the sort of elements they introduce in the third one with how fucked up he's getting from doing work. And right. especially like some of the things that like some of the way they, ways they show that in the right.
0: Third. And it's like, I don't, I mean, I'd love your take on the, we're getting ahead of ourselves at the third Again, one. So yeah. let's, let, let's get back to the London one. I'll bring that, I'll bring, I'll write that down to bring that back up. But London has uh, fallen. Um, It's not, it's not a house. It's a city. Yeah. It's a city. London, the streets of London are completely empty. Um, The population of London is large. They they heard the
1: air raid siren uh, that hadn't been used in 60, 70 years and was like, oh, I still remember that this means everyone has to stay inside.
0: We just stay inside. And it's just like, I don't know if that... This is another thing where it's like, this movie was, I think the second one was like 2015, 2016. Um, This is another one where it's just like, you know, if you had waited uh, four years, you would have seen that... um, when the government tells people to do stuff, not everybody (laughs) listens. So it's not like, it's like London is just like filled with really well behaved boys and girls who are like, Oh, it's time to, it's time to stay inside now. Cause they don't Mm
1: -hmm. run into a single
0: fucking person.
1: No, they really don't. There's all, there's no like citizens that they bump into except for the beginning. When I wrote down specifically, they're being chased by the terrorists and Gerard Butler purposely instructs, like the 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 car is coming up along the side of the Range Rover, and he purposely tells the driver, "Wait, wait! Now bash him!" And he purposely directs this terrorist car into a civilian vehicle in a cr- like about to and go through an intersection,
0: smashes that yeah. that car. But although. The driver's side is on the other side of the That's car. True. I don't know just if you're aware of this that,
1: But do you think a terrorist is going to be like cool? Like a terrorist who just participated in a mass casualty attack is like, oh, cool. Sorry about the fender bender. I won't just shoot you now because I'm mad. I mean, hopefully he's not wearing a seatbelt and he's dead. Yeah, he's just dead. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Um yeah, that I mean, so that's the only time that we do see like other people in London at the
0: very beginning before, yeah. like the full shutdown has happened. Yeah. yeah. But After the shutdown has happened, it's like you're telling me there's not a single fucking person who's just like, I'm going to run a block up and, and check on uh, Martin and Sheila and the kids and see how they're doing. <laughs> like, we're not going to get anybody with the most like altruistic motives at all. I like, got
1: to go to the grocery store. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, do they lock everybody's doors? Like, no, nah, you can't leave. Um, I like the world building in London has fallen when they start kind of bringing up uh, Mike Banning's like this is my friend don't fuck with her and she's like yeah don't fuck with me yeah and she's badass and she's got her own little very small sub like beat like but, fucking si- D but, plot yeah,
1: significant like significant it adds, like, like it comes lot. up in the end yeah. and then she's
0: not even in the third one and I'm like what right. is
1: this that is interesting because that is reminiscent of like I've seen. I feel like I've seen enough British action movies where like that scene happens all the time. In oh, British in the, like
0: movies. in like the basement, in the underground yeah, the parking, parking garage.
1: Yeah. You found out that the guy and then you shoot him at the end. Like that yeah. scene happens in all those. British it's
0: your classic. Um, what is it? Uh, fucking like. Um, oh, what's it called? Like uh, d- Dick Suck Blowjob. Um, what is it? <laughs>
1: What's what you, what the What's for? the guy that ratted out Watergate? Oh, deep throw, deep Throat. dick yeah. suck,
0: blowjob. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I was close. Right. Like, I was like, I was getting in
1: there. hindsight. Yeah. That
0: was not a bit. I was trying to remember what it <laughs> is. This twisted tease got me twisted. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, that's so embarrassing.
1: I mm. um, had a heater on here, so. Uh,
0: yes, I. I love all of that little kind of world building stuff that's going on in the second one. And I feel like that's where they were attempting to start going with like yeah. the series now that they want to do three more and they want to do TV series. Like yeah. they want to do like five different ongoing TV series that each one is in a different country in the language of that country.
1: That's so crazy. And
0: that their characters can bleed over into the mainstream movies. Do I think this is going to work? No. They are going to make Night is and That movie is not going to make any money. And, and that will be the end of plug. it. Yeah, That is most likely... But these movies make money worldwide. It's insane. Like Even though the third one was made for less than half of what the first one was made for, it still made more money than the first one.
1: So Again, it's just kind of like... Hey. It's so crazy that you think that that's the direction that they want to go after the second one because the third one is so much – it feels so much like an end of the trilogy. Like like they really are trying to sunset that character. That's what it feels like. Yeah.
0: And I was kind of like – I knew that there's a fourth one coming when I watched this. So I guess maybe that's my fault.
1: So when I was watching
0: it, I was just kind of like – but I know that they're – I know that they're gonna make another one of these. It's like it's like in the Last Jedi. (laughs) It's like I know they're making another one, so (laughs) it's okay that it ends kind of sad. I get it, but it's like it'll it'll happen. And with this one, I'm like, so is this it? Do they not want to do these anymore? And Morgan Freeman's just like, I'm so proud of you, Pep Pep. I love (laughs) you. I love you, and I want you to stay. And and Gerard Butler's just like. I don't know if I should. And he's like, well, why don't you think about it? And he's like, okay, I will. Cut to credits. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And then we're
1: getting ahead of ourselves again with okay. like this fucking okay. Angelus Paul shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. All right. Politically, the second one's very funny because they're doing that. Yeah. Did you hear about that thing with Call of Duty where they had the Highway of Death, that uh, friendly fire incident in um iraq in i think it was a friendly fire it was it was a bad thing that the u.s did in called the highway of death in the middle east and this call of duty game i am familiar with
0: the highway of death
1: okay all right sorry mike
0: are you telling me no 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 no, i didn't mean like that i'm saying
1: are you telling me that they did the highway of death in a call of duty video game Call of Duty has gotten so bonkers with the things that they will put in Call of Duty Jesus uh, but, but no so the fucked up thing is that they switched it so that it was the Russians that did it so 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 I couldn't help but think of that when I was watching
0: the, <laughs>
1: when I was watching the second one and they're really mad at this guy for being an arms dealer and how he's willing to <laughs> sell weapons to all of these people I just couldn't like
0: Yeah
1: the second one has such nutty politics like they have that like like we got to stop people from selling arms to people like meanwhile the US is number 1 arms dealer in the world sort of thing uh, and then the ending of that one, Gerard Butler is the hero, but the ending, he doesn't kill the main villain, it's Morgan Freeman that kills the main villain by shooting him with a predator missile, like a drone, a to- like just a drone shooting a missile in, which they have this little blurb that is very quick that says like, uh, we've confirmed there are no civilians in the area uh like to to try and like just clear, but then the, he blows up the building and you see like women outside getting knocked over by the blast, yes. so like it's just like to that you have this movie that the like the main villain is killed by like this drone fighting, which i don't think anybody should be glorifying drone fighting no matter no. like how how like like right or conservative you are like I think it's really fucked up uh drone
0: fighting. Dro- drones in general, dropping bombs on places, are, is, uh, I think, inarguably a pretty nasty concept. Yeah. And it's unfortunately one that we kind of just have to deal with with the excesses that warfare has kind of gone to now. Yeah. And it's, it sucks uh, that uh, innocent people die with them. Like, I'm not going to get too intense in it because that's something that I'm not knowledgeable enough to really talk about or anything. But my, my yeah. belief on, As far as this movie goes, is that they're attempting to skirt the main issue that um, when America bombs places using drones, the innocent uh, the casualties of innocent lives is usually the main reason why we don't like doing that. Yeah. Dropping bombs on very precise locations with drones to kill bad people has its own things that you can argue morality-wise, but uh, the fact that innocent people are dying around them is the main thing where it's like, that fucking sucks. Creating casualties of war and the collateral damage kind of thing is stupid and sucky and um, really something that I am not comfortable uh, trying to really articulate and suss out as far as like, you know, I'm not knocking your your question away. It's more, I'm not confident enough in myself to be able to be like, How should we do this? Yeah. However, movies I do know about. Right. And this movie should not be doing what they're doing in this movie with as far as drone bombing and Middle Eastern relations. The shit that they do in this movie with all of that is insane. So in the first one I said, I was like, it's bordering on passive racism. It's like, look. If you have some, if you have a culture, it's North Koreans in the first one. It's,
1: uh, they're, they're holdover from Bush, axis of evil, sort of. Yeah. North Koreans are the bad guys. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And it's like, okay, they're the bad guys. They seem a little bit more splintery, you know, like they're like maybe they don't represent the North Korean government. They're more mm-hmm. kind of just North Korean terrorists. Okay. This one is literally just like, this is a guy who sells guns to a bunch of people and America sells guns to other people and he buys those guns and sells them to other people and all this different stuff. It's a very specific kind of thing that in entraps America in a lot of terrorist actions in the Middle East, which is mm-hmm. very true, but also not entertaining. Um, it's not It's not very fun to be reminded of that. While you're watching your uh, movie about London being put on lockdown and Gerard Butler trying to save Aaron Eckhart. Um, And that's the thing is like this movie, the thing that sucks the most about this movie is that, again, like we mentioned earlier, the ending scene has like a moment where the guy where, where Mike Banning is like the problem with you guys is you don't realize that a thousand years from now, America will still be here kicking your fucking ass while he's beating the shit out of him. And it's just this hoorah American moment that's completely out of character, first off, from what I was understanding Mike Banning to be. Yeah,
1: very much. Yeah.
0: And I think it is kind of it's unfortunate because it paints his character in the first one and the second and what you'd seen already in the second one with this kind of air of like, yeah, in the first one, he's like, you speak English? But he's yeah. doing it in, like, a, he's, 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 um... He's a
1: professional. He's interrogating not, them. He's yeah. trying to
0: scare them and intimidate yeah. them. I'm like, okay, I get this. But, like, you know, he's never doing something explicitly racist. As far as, like, in the second one, there's no arguing or dancing around. Like, that final speech moment is literally just, like, whoever wrote that, like, needs to fucking chill out.
1: Yeah, they like they like... Yeah. so much into that, where it's like, I hope it felt good. Like, I, like, yeah. did that feel better? Like, I don't know. Where they, they're just like
0: a battle cry for just like, we are America and we're going to be kicking everybody's ass. It's the world police thing that you were talking
1: about. And it was, it was weird to see it now, but even in 2016, like, I feel like a, a very large part of the American population was like past that sentiment. So like to see it like then it's just that you're, I know who that's trying to appeal to and I don't like it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're just kind of yeah. like, oh, this isn't what I'm here for. I just want yeah. I want the... the, I want the pretty actors shooting the blank guns at people and people going like, oh! And like a, Yeah. And like, and oh, now is, they're chasing each other in cars. That's always yeah. fun. Like, I wanted that. And then they're just like, I'm going to behead the president on national TV. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess this is kind of... Cool. They they they've done that to real people before. OK. And then they're just like, America is going to fucking beat the shit out of anybody who fucks with them. We don't even care. And I'm like, oh, all right. And then it's just like and now we're going to drone bomb the bad guy. But don't worry. No citizens were killed. <laughs> yeah. Right. High five credits. And you're just like, I don't know how I feel about watching that.
1: Yeah, it it really just puts a, a real damper on it because up until then, it's it's a lot of fun action wise. Um, also, I didn't like the, the way I didn't like the fireball that you run towards the fireball and then jump down. And that, that was stupid. I did not like that.
0: Yeah, that's uh, again, I kind of I kind of turned off at the end of the movie during that speech. I, yeah. The last thing I remember being really excited about was is Mike Banning going to get that machete? And what is he going to do with it when he does? And then he does? And he doesn't get it, which I understand. They they built me up only to knock me down. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's fine. That's good writing. Okay. You understand. Um, And then you get that like really weird speech out of left field. Really and then it goes after, mask off. After that, I really started to. At first, I was. I really thought that they were gonna kill Aaron Eckhart.
1: I yeah, it because was very I close. knew he
0: wasn't in the second one. Exactly. Or rather the third one, because I yeah. knew Morgan Freeman was the president. Yes. Just from hearsay and blah blah blah. Yeah.
1: Plot and that description would have been stuff.
0: And I was like, oh my god, serious. are they gonna fucking are they gonna beat this, this man? This yeah. That would have been intense. Um I uh, so no I I forgot the ending yeah they're right that's like the blow up the building while we're in it and we're just gonna jump into a different part of the building yeah like an to not be blown up and I'm like I'm like yeah. sure
1: and then the the SAS guys come find them and like I was I couldn't help but think like how similar that is to so many James Bond endings but it would just be like they opened it up and Aaron Eckhart and Gerard Butler are just like just making out
0: yeah it is a lot like
1: yeah. <laughs> It would have been great if they
0: opened up the elevator and they were just in pieces at the bottom. And they're like, oh.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Damn. Okay. Uh, And then it cuts to his funeral and then Gerard
0: Butler shows up and he's like, my name's Matt Banning. I'm here for my brother's funeral. (laughs)
1: Yeah, for the next one. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Uh, Uh, I hear the president needs a a secret service agent.
1: (laughs) High five credits even after the like that speech it's not front and center because mike's composing his resignation letter that he never sends morgan freeman in the background is giving off another like Total mask off, like, pu- like, this is what we believe us writers of the movie thing about, like, American interventionism and like yeah. how we need to if you're bad, we'll come get you like all sorts of like. Yeah, the, the world police bullshit. Yeah. yeah again, it, it was just like it's such a downer at the end of the movie. It, it is like I, I honestly I, I kind of like time. blanked it
0: out now that yeah. I'm like thinking about it. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I forgot all about that. And it's like because I was just like, I want to forget about this part of the movie that I'm not too proud to have watched. Yeah. And just and and then th- I guess, and think about the good times.
1: Yeah. But then to think about like who who's watching that and is like, man, OK, that movie was awesome. And there's a great message. You know, like who's yeah, at the exactly. end? Like, right. Like that's that's so that's like <laughs> it's like you
0: with uh, Angel Has Fallen. You're just like, man, that was good. And <laughs> love the fucking politics of this thing.
1: Uh, look, I'm ready to go into it. If we're, if yeah, you're let's ready. jump into it. Yeah,
0: yeah I think okay. we're, we're jumping around it. We got I think this worked out surprisingly well i think the beginning Mm -hmm. of like given like a real good oversight of everything and now
1: we can really zone in into the them um yeah angel i think angel is great because the second one leaves such a bad taste in your mouth the third one goes so far against the sort of message of the second one that i think is like very interesting you have morgan freeman Saying, like, he wants to get out of the Middle East now. Um, and he wants to stop using PMCs. Like, all right, so this is one of the crazy things. And not to get too political, I don't want to drag you into that. But, like, I remember thinking how crazy it was when Trump was running, when he was a candidate, and he got a room full of people who, uh, you who I know used to be like, if you don't like it, get out. Uh, 9-11, like, uh, after the, like having the flags, every like, that sort of person. Like, I'm wearing a flag t-shirt everywhere I go for the rest of my life kind of person. Uh, we got to get into the Middle East type of person. Yeah. When he got a, a room full of those people to cheer when he said, we never should have gone to Afghanistan, I was like, this is nuts. So yeah. this third movie, you get those first two, which are so... Call of Duty style politics about interventionalism, and then the third one is like, actually, PMCs are horrible and we shouldn't have them. Is such a crazy twist to throw at your audience that you know is is here for the first two. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know if maybe you know more about that as a, a a veteran in terms of like I feel like a lot of veterans get out of the service and they say, yeah, that sucked. You know and like and like being in the military is not like fun, and I don't respect the politicians that have put me through this, sure yeah it's
0: yeah. um you know i i was first off I was navy, so i was very i was very kind of like more like uh um repair man yeah. and uh i did like my the the main um the main like kind of like active duty combat stuff that i saw was when i was just doing about 4 months of um uh medical uh kind of training and stuff like uh-huh. that to like kind of fill in where like you just go do something to fill in um and just learn that thing and then go back to what you were doing and then i did security For a few months, too. So, like, I kind of jumped all around. I knew I was only going to be in for about five years, so I kind of wanted to get the most out of it because Mm -hmm. it sucked and I didn't like it. I, Mm -hmm. again, on the record, I joined the military because I wanted to go to college and Mm -hmm. I couldn't afford it. So, that's what it was. Uh, So, I was there not not because of any political beliefs. I was there because I knew that this was a way to be able to go to college and have it be paid for to be able to better the rest of my life. While I was in there, I came to have an understanding of the military that uh, I think few people outside of the military really get. And it's really easy to understand, but it's kind of hard to get there naturally, which is like, it's it's another job. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a job like you you go home at the end of the day. And you get up in the morning to make sure that you're somewhere by seven to do the stuff that you need to do. And you're told at seven what you need to do. And it's it works like that. And that's kind of the structure that you need to have as far as like when you're kind of doing things like that. So when you do it every day for five years straight, it becomes very monotonous. And that's kind of the dangerous thing with the military. The military's entire thing is to... Uh, and I can't remember if this was... I watched something recently, so maybe you remember this, the thing with the military is that they sand you down until there's, yeah, this is in, no, this is, I, I'm watching You're the Worst. Okay. Uh, and in You're the Worst, they have an amazing, amazing episode completely devoted to an ex-veteran character um, who suffers from PTSD. Um and in it they talk about this this thing that a lot of me and my military buddies talk about, which is like in boot camp, they sand you the point is to sand you down to the least amount of uh human morals that you can possibly have so that you are ready to not only take a life but also give your own for something else. Like they need to have you ready for that. And then when they're done with you, they don't try to rebuild that. So they send you back in. Um and I know we're getting a little heavy here with that. It's the twisted Tea talking, you know. It's, uh,
1: my brothers <laughs> in arms it, and arms and stuff
0: listening out in California. What's up, guys? Um, it's it, it. The military is a very touchy situation because it is filled with all different types of people, like any other major office job is. Okay. Yeah. You've got you've got your 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 dudes that are just there. To serve out a couple terms, go to college, you've got your lifers, you've got your people that are there because they just want to kill people. They exist, they're in the military. It is a healthier percentage than it should be, and it's 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 an actual thing. Like they yeah. they want to feel powerful. It's the same reason that probably forty five percent of police officers become forty five percent of police officers. And that percentage is kind. I Google think it's more, it, yeah. but I'm being nice. it's not that they want to kill somebody, they want the power, they want the power that comes with the ability to be able to do that whenever they want, because they know that they can get away with it, and history has proven nothing to the opposite Mm -hmm. so Angel Has Fallen deals with this kind of, to bring it back uh, Angel Has Fallen kind of deals with this idea that these like, these military groups did their thing and then they moved on and you have these two separations in um, Angelica Houston's brother and uh, also known as John Houston um, and uh, Mike Banning uh, he went and joined like Secret Service protecting the president has a family kind of the most professional paramilitary organ yeah. operation that there is like the most respected and mm-hmm. like legit paramilitary thing that there is a lot of Secret Service agents are um previous military it might even be a fucking uh uh requirement uh maybe not Uh, probably police force or something like that would also Mm -hmm. constitute towards that and then you got john houston who is like i just do like this weird black ops shit (laughs) and like yeah i'm essentially i'm essentially running like a paintball uh fucking organization a wartime organization but like with blanks and bullets, because we want to invade Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Um, I guess it's it's just, it was very weird to just see the movie go from pushing so, or the series go from pushing that like a very ura sort of attitude, you know, uh, to to all of a sudden being like, actually, this sort of stuff is bad, and we're relying on too many outside groups to do bad stuff for us. Uh, and that's yep. why we're shutting it down. And then to to see those people like be upset that they can't do that work anymore. Uh, and kind of turn it on the country. Right. Right. Do
0: you think like, interestingly enough, do you, because th- like, obviously uh, the second one came out or rather the second one was made before Trump became president, mm-hmm. before the idea of a Republican conservative party was kind of tainted because when Trump became president, there were certain even Republican conservatives who were just like, "I no, no, I wanted like Bush stuff. Like, yeah, I wanted that stuff. Like, no, 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 no. This is really fucking weird. So right, do I want you, you to maybe, stop
1: at, at yeah. London has fallen. Stop yeah. there. Don't yeah. don't go. Yeah. So do you
0: think that maybe. And again, it's written by different people, so I um the story credit in Angel has Fallen is still the two main peeps that uh-huh. wrote the the first two. Um so do you think maybe like obviously they would have shot this movie in like 2018 for a release in 2019? So you think maybe after two years of like developing the story in like kind of Trump's thing, because those first two years of Trump, um, some forget um were the worst. Uh, where like all of the shit was kind of happening all at once, where you're like, wait, mm-hmm. this isn't what we're supposed to do. We're yeah. we're locking kids up. We're like locking uh, immigrants Breaking, out, like Middle Eastern. Getting mad at like yeah.
1: alliances. You exactly. Know, like,
0: yeah. So do you think maybe that might have played into where they're just kind of like,
1: you know, maybe this whole kind
0: of maybe this whole uh, America thing is a little weird. Uh, you know, well, I, bringing yeah, in the I, fact I, that like the vice president is just like the most evil tim blake nelson character you can get where he's just like oh, well i'm <laughs>
1: well i guess that's what's so interesting about when they bring up the the russia angle because they they have this really weird plot of like mike trying to kill the president because of russians uh like russian help and the movie is telling you clearly that that's bullshit which is like the sort of – like when Democrats were saying that it was Trump got helped by the Russians to be elected, the conservative line to that was that's fake, that's bullshit, that's like some stuff that you're saying just to get you out of losing. Sure. So for the movie to be so anti-war uh, or so like talking so much about the the realities of war – to then so like which is a relatively liberal leftist kind of message to then also sort of like throw that like oh it was the Russians and like lampshading the whole Russians thing is like a very weird like I guess they're trying to still keep that audience I, engaged.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that, but that is interesting. Yeah, uh, and that then, is interesting. Yeah, in a good uh, way. That it kind of makes
1: me respect Angel Has Fallen. A little yeah. bit more. I still have a ton of stuff that I don't like about the movie. But that <laughs> and for that for that point that I was bringing up, they also when he's at the truck stop, he gets held up by the back mountain militia guys. And the movie goes out of its way to be like, these guys are stupid. Yeah, that yokels. is the weirdest.
0: That's the part that yes. really confused me because I was like, Wait, yes, I thought these movies were for these people. Right. And now you're is, openly mocking them. I, but I didn't, I didn't, you know, almost immediately after that, we get introduced to fucking uh, Jackson Jones, Nick Nolte, who's just right, like, right. he's just like, I fuck beavers up here. And it's just like, I
1: can't, I don't fucking, what is this? Again, is like a really strange parallel to the riots in that, like, most of the people in high positions that were sort of dogging on the riots immediately were like, Oh, actually they're hit yokels. And we didn't mean it like that. Like, so sure. again, like you have the first two movies winding these people up and then the third movie, like absolutely shitting on them in the same way that you saw in the, the, the way it played out in the insurrection. And I just, I was, it was blowing my mind. It was to was weird. Like, see it like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, 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 you have your classic, it's your classic kind of like, Well, what's the defense that we have built into our actions in case we don't succeed where we can blame it on someone else or we can blame it on something else or something like that? Yeah, Yeah. like that's that's kind of, you know, that's been that was that was oh that feels good. That was Trump. (laughs) The Trump administration's kind of whole thing was like, yeah. That's that's conning. That is what mm-hmm. a con is is mm-hmm. you have your plan and if it goes according to plan, you know what to do next and if it doesn't work, you know how to cover up even the worst case scenario of you getting caught. And it's like, "Oh, well, no. Yeah. I didn't mean it like that. It was actually this." And it's just like, yeah. "No, we have you on camera saying that. You can't <laughs> change the context just because you chose the words so perfectly." You know, it it becomes yeah. that thing where you, I remember watching um, like right when the Capitol riots happened, like right when they were like, "Uh, something's going on.
1: Yeah.
0: I was like, what is this? And they were like, yeah, they're coming from the Trump rally. And I, I was like, oh, cool. Let's go on YouTube and look at the Trump rally. Like, what did they say towards the end? And I like fast forwarded. And it's literally like Trump uh, just being like, uh, go down there and like fucking,
1: yeah, do it. Yeah. And it's just like, Rudy, wait, Rudy. what? Going full Charlton Heston mode. Yeah, yeah
0: it's just like you can't deny that kind of stuff. So it is that is like that. May, that makes me like the movie a little bit more. All right. <laughs> I don't still I don't like it as much as London has fallen yet. OK, so it's still my third. OK, but I will say that I like. It. Hmm. Hmm. I may I may be like Angel has fallen and White House down equally. Okay, I'll take that. Maybe leaning a little bit more towards WHD right now, but before you had brought all this stuff up, it would have been a landslide, WHD. So you're, you're getting there. So maybe if you can if you can turn me on a couple more things, we might walk away from here with, with uh, Angel Has Fallen still being my least favorite of the series, but at least it's better than White House Down. Which is good, which is a good movie. I like White House Down
1: um oh you know even even what's his name uh oh sorry so they have the russia stuff what's his name the vice president says we need to make america strong again and he's that, the I bad heard that. Guy. Yep.
0: i heard that yeah what are that they is, doing that is the stuff where it's like i was i was like wait what are the politics of this again because again you you, you hit the nail perfectly you hit the nail on the head perfectly with the second one leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth where you're like, wait, has this stuff that I've been watching this whole time been that? Because I don't think that the first one very much is because it's Anton Fouca and that guy is a mm-hmm. beast and like a good dude. And I think that London has fallen was kind of a for hire directing job, much in the same way that I think that angel has fallen is like angel has fallen is directed by the dude that made shot caller. He all look at this guy's IMDB page. It's all just like, it's nonsense, uh-huh. political-driven like crime movies, where it's yeah. just like okay. you know Jamie Lannister went to prison and the Mexicans yeah, so ter- turned him into yeah. a criminal. And you're just like, <laughs> okay, I don't know about this. <laughs> and he wear he wears like you know, the no, no offense, like the cholo Netflix. shirts yeah, and stuff right. like that. And you're like, I yeah, don't the one what is this? at the top, which also very fun. Um, the guy that plays uh, Jamie Lannister and I can't remember it's like Nicholas
1: Nicholas Cole Star yeah, buncher, 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 buncher. yeah, yeah. right it's uh...
0: um very good actor he yeah. is in like two movies one is Shot Caller by the same director as Angel Has Fallen and the other one is called something else but it's like the exact same thing and I've seen that movie Oh I and saw I Shot can't Caller remember that uh... I I've seen the one where it's like he he like goes to prison and like gets tougher in prison and then gets out. Is that shot caller? I think cause they're both the same movie.
1: Huh? But I know that no, there's two I, of them. Yeah. So I shot caller is the one that is, is he's, he has a handlebar mustache for some reason and is wearing one button on his shirt.
0: And that's, time. but he's in another movie. That's also exactly
1: that. Oh, where he no, has the know. same
0: look and everything. That I've seen, but I'm like, that movie was not called Shot Collar.
1: We'll have to uh wait. So, you've seen on. Shot Collar? Honestly, I wasn't. It was a phone movie. I was okay. I put it on and I was just on my phone.
0: So, lack of spoilers because you can help me with this. I, I won't do any spoilers for anybody listening, too. And I'll be very vague. So, hopefully, you'll remember. Does Shot Collar end with a bunch of people in cages?
1: Yes, there is a cage scene and I have no context for it because, again, I was not paying attention at all. It's like people talking
0: right. to each other through cages and they're yes, like,
1: that's like the. OK, so um, I have seen Shot Collar maybe. All right. Yeah. Nikolaj Coaster Waldo. He's a good boy. Uh, He's a good boy. Yeah. He is. He's got a, he got a good jawline. He's a good boy.
0: Game of Thrones. It's over. Yeah. Get over it, nerds. <laughs>
1: it was it was disappointing but it's over sorry it's all
0: over um Um, angel has fallen one of my biggest problems with it is uh the uh nick nolte dad thing Um, i like that
1: he doesn't die immediately
0: i like it that he doesn't die immediately i don't like it that he doesn't die at all because it's not a good character um there did you, you watch we were talking before, did
1: you watch the after credits stinger? Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about it. What? It's, it's like all right, so the he has such fuck a crazy arc is from, going
0: on with that fucking He has they, such they, a they didn't do that on purpose, right? Like they forgot that they recorded that like as like a fun <laughs> birthday present for Nick Nolte and then they tacked
1: it on. <laughs> he has such a crazy switch from I'm so haunted and fucked up that i live in the woods and i haven't talked to my son in like 30 years yeah. to hey do you want to go get therapy with me tomorrow like <laughs> it's like it's such a crazy switch from like absolutely insane i have one conversation with my son where he says that he's mad at me and actually i'm i'm sad now and i'm coming back and i'm going to be better mm-hmm. it's such a it's such a wild flip and then I wrote in my notes when I was watching this, all caps, like they went full Rogan mode at the yeah. end with the sensory deprivation tank. And it's like, I guess that that's who this movie is for, is for Joe Rogan people. like
0: Right. That's he, that's kind of a who, thing I was getting
1: to, where I was yeah. like,
0: like, cause Nick Nolte first shows up and he's just like, I'm your dad. And by the way, like their bones are still over there. yeah. And then all right. of a sudden he's like, take you with this I'll take you with this car we can go we can go res- like the tires <laughs> and then they they drive and they're driving and while they're driving I'm like everyone is looking for these two people yeah
1: but There's also no, not because it's like the PNC that attacked yeah, exactly, them and exactly. not the feds yeah it's
0: really weird um and the, the to to kind of just hone in on Nick Nolte's arc in this movie he's like he he, he it, it's your classic hero's journey you know he refuses the call um <laughs> a bunch of guys attack his house and he just blows them up even though he has no idea who they are
1: <laughs> unlimited number of trap explosives
0: all around them um that are all connected to different buttons that are the same button that he has and chains. (laughs) I don't know. It's fine. It's like, I I, I texted you. I texted you. I was just like, as soon as he like was done with like, you know, the fucking, like the wimpy MAGA dudes at the gas station, I was like, and he's getting tired driving. I'm like, man, if this was a nineties movie, he would go find like his old war buddy, who, like, is off the grid in the middle of the woods. And then he does that, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. So he's doing that now, and then it's his dad, and I'm just like, that's another 90s cliche kind of thing. Was so Well on the third one, we bring in, you know, Henry Jones Sr., and he's like, oh, you never, you never liked to eat your chicken noodle soup when you were a kid. And he's just like this kind of dipshit dad who's just like, you know, their bones are still over there. And he's just yeah, like... He's- He's he's a weirdo and wild performance. it switches so aggressively when he's just like oh, I'll take you to your wife. And then the wife like meets him and he's like, You can trust me. I'm a human being. I'm your husband's father. And she's just like she didn't trust the guys that just broken, like slowly opened the slide door, which first off, lock your fucking door. Um, and she didn't trust them immediately. And this fucking like this, this, this leprechaun of a man <laughs> he really just like shows up and he's just like, <laughs> and, and, murders, and murders these two dudes, which stabbing into yep. like yep. it. Like um, father,
1: like son or like son, like father.
0: And then he's just kind of like, uh, just like stares at her and like grumbles. And she's like, I trust you.
1: Yes, uh, we, can, we can do this. The scene after that, he's the next time we see him, he's going like goo 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 with the little kids. Which again, Nick Nolte is a
0: phenomenal presence in my mind as far as like loving movies. I love his voice. Not as much as I love impersonating his voice, so I, I mean no disrespect when I'm you know just like have you ever you ever you've seen the Eric Ban Hulk movie, right? No, I haven't seen that oh, one. he plays the dad in that too, in the exact same role where okay. he shows up halfway through and he's yeah. just like, "I was your father, your mother was more beautiful than Delilah in the spring, <laughs> you know, and he's just like saying things, and you're just like this guy is." He sounds... He's acting. ...terrible. <laughs> um, but then we get the whole, like, we're hanging out outside. We're having a beer with the old man. Are you going to stay around? It'd be nice if we went to therapy tomorrow, as you said. And then they go to, like, this kind of... T- what does this scene have to do with absolutely anything in else in the movie besides... Him and his dad doing okay, which I thought we already got with the dad yeah. being like,
1: I'm not going anywhere. That kind of,
0: <laughs> I, I won't do it anymore. I'll stop.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, I don't think it exists anything to for any other reason than for, like, Joe Rogan fans because he, he talks about sensory deprivation tanks. That That's one of his things is, like <sighs> – I and I, it's just what gotta be like for loser. that, yeah. <laughs> Such uh, a loser. But I guess you know, I guess that's the, the other thing is that Sintering like, I know it's so, and like, and then we get the shot of them both with their like little fucking paunches hanging out over their dicks, like, just yeah, like, and fucking... then like the lights
0: go off and they're like, oh, what is that? Oh no, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm not gay. And he's my son, so it wouldn't matter if I was.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's so, so nutty. And just again, that like there's all these things sprinkled in. I, I guess it's just like from start to finish, you're just tracking the evolution of that guy, like a certain type of guy who was all pro let's blow them all up to is now like listening to Joe Rogan and being like, actually I could have voted for Bernie. Like, it's like (laughs) that, like that's just, it's just it's the whole thing just maps out that single guy's progression in thought. Uh, and I think that's, that's what's so weird about the third one is that it caps off on that. Um,
0: I I think that the third one also suffers
1: in kind of the same way
0: that it suffers from a lack of knives. I think it suffers from uh, a lack of Eckhart. Um, yeah. I think that Morgan Freeman, I love the progression in Morgan Freeman's character as like speaker, VP, president. Mm. Cool. Um, but you can't keep that up forever. And it kind of becomes nothing like in the next one. Like, is he still going to be president? Maybe.
1: I mean, he's in a coma for half of this movie anyway. That's the
0: whole thing, where it's just kind of like... Say what you will about the comparison between Eckhart's... uh like on screen presence between the mm-hmm. first one and the second one, at least he's fucking doing shit in the second one. Like that's yeah. another th- in the first one, rather in the first one that he's he's doing more stuff in the second one, but in the first one he's still doing things. And that doing was another thing stuff. we didn't really touch on, which is all the bunker stuff in the first one
1: is like really intense. Yes, that woman gets this shit beat out, Melissa out of Melissa Leo, like,
0: who is like my movie mom, I'm like I care very much about Melissa Leo. She's in loads of movies and shows like Treme especially that I'm like I love you uh, I must take care of you not in a weird way I never would want to meet Melissa Leo that would be weird but like I want (laughs) I want her to be okay in movies when I'm watching and like they're just like so like we're gonna kill this fucking character and I'm like Jesus Christ okay just do it already and they're like
1: you'd like us to just do it
0: wouldn't you and I'm like hey
1: and she's and she's like screaming the pledge as she's getting wailed on, which again is just like, tough come shit. on, man. It's yeah. like, it's
0: cheesy and over the top. And it, it's the type of insincere cheesy. Like, I get where that's coming from and what they're trying to do. But it also is like, you know, when the writers thought that up, they were just like, it's kind of fucked up, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I
1: guess, Yeah. You're right, dude. It's fucked up. It's a little fucked up, right? <laughs> I'm thinking about a dog dying. Also fucked up. I it's know, fucked that up. That's, it's why cool. they, that's, that's why they. That's why they do it in a lot of
0: movies. Kill yeah. the dog. Yeah. Um, but in London has fallen. Uh, rather, uh, Angel has fallen. It's um, I I don't really care about the relationship between uh Morgan Freeman and Gerard Butler as much as I do. I would rather I don't have as much invested.
1: Until the end. The end is when they start – when their relationship is kind of interesting when he – like even that last scene when he talks him out of retiring or whatever. Sure. But uh, even – like – but that comes way too late that, that they have that sort of um chat or like sort of really see each other. And you,
0: I don't know if we should hold it against the movie or or give it to the movie, like pat the movie on the back for never bringing up the – uh. When Mike Banning is being accused of all this stuff, his character and no other character in the movie brings up me. The guy that saved the president two times (laughs) in gigantic newsworthy events. You think I did Uh, this? And And I don't know know if I'm like, that's nice that the movie was like, you know, we're not going to go for that. Or that Mike Banning wouldn't bring that up. And I was kind of hoping that when Morgan Freeman woke up, he would hear that stuff and he'd be like, tell me more. Tell me more. Is that it? Are you all out of your fucking
1: minds?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mike Banning rescued Our the President plan. of the United States in two separate terrorist attacks that will go forever be in the history books as some of the best terrorist attacks
1: <laughs> that have ever happened. Mike Banning crawled through a tunnel full of shit to save the President.
0: And then Lance Reddick is just kind of like, I don't know if Mr. President. best is the word to use.
1: <laughs> Perhaps uh. most successful... Would be more prudent. I was so glad to see see Lance in this one.
0: It was nice when he shows up. It's a uh, Rob, Robbie Anderson just did a um, uh, our good buddy Robbie just did a, hey, a, hey. a a a video on the guest, and mm. that's got one of my favorite Lance Reddick's performances. it. have you ever seen the guest?
1: I have, but now I don't remember where Lance was.
0: Lance is like the military dude that runs the operation that the dude oh. was like a part of, and he shows up like more than halfway through the movie and becomes like a new main character where it's just like the operation went
1: out of control and but the the main antagonist that's trying to or not or main not the but the main person that's trying to hunt down the uh, the guest is um the dude from uh, uh children of men and doctor strange correct
0: no that is lance reddick you're thinking of chiwetel uh, Ejiofor. it is lance reddick in the guest and we will not read too much into that it is okay no 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 no, no. there was
1: another guy who was head of the team that was actually on the ground trying to catch him was it was it not
0: it's lance reddick Uh, okay i think you might now chiwetel edge of four is in something very similar to that where he's like i'm sent to go get this person yeah. So I think you might be confusing those two movies, but I can't think of what the other Chudewitz Edge of Four movie is. Mm, but I'll it's it's it's, my... it's it's Lance Reddick in the guest because he's the one that shows up and he's just like, you know, he's doing his Lance Reddick thing where he's just like, listen, I know more about this than you, and I'm gonna explain it to you. And you,
1: when he looks directly at the camera, <laughs> he's from Fringe, right? That's that's where he kind of like popped from. Uh, he was on um the Wire as well.
0: He was on the Wire.
1: Yeah, he was the uh, like the the chief.
0: Listen, um, love, Angel has fallen a little bit more from talking about it with you.
1: Um, I thought Angel had fallen for for being a lower budget movie. Um, I thought the stunt work was really fun. Uh, the way that the guys were getting just like tugged on those on the ropes. Every time the explosions went off that, that would looked very good. (laughs) Yeah. There were a lot of those that I was like, Oh wow, that's a great. (laughs) There's,
0: there's a, there's something that's really interesting that I just kind of considered about like the, 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 the prospect of the budgets going down movie to movie, but they were constantly making roughly around the same amount of money. Mm -hmm. Like I think the first one pulled in, like I looked at the box office numbers, like a little geek, very very like quickly and i'm fairly certain that the first one brought in like 170, second one brought in like 130 and the third one brought in like 170, something like that again. But it, again, it's like it was they were made for like 70 million, 60 million uh 30 million. And mm-hmm. it's not like they're losing money. So why is it going down? Especially when the second one goes up so much in like concept of what they're doing. Although I guess you don't need as many like kind of sets to destroy because mm-hmm. the whole prop, the old like, you know, the fun thing about Olympus's
1: fall is like, let's fucking destroy the White House. <laughs> right. It was fun. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh. we you talking about Jada Pinkett. That's kind of that felt a little bloated to me to have have that Jada Pinkett um, FBI agent plot line just for her to get like iced incredibly hard, like three quarters of the way through. Was that Jada Pinkett? Yeah, it was Jada Pinkett.
0: This isn't another Chiwetel Edge of Fort Lance Reddick thing. I it I'm up, just dude. kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding. That was Jada Pinkett? I couldn't even yeah. tell that that was Jada Pinkett. Um, that makes it even cooler. If That makes it even cooler because I thought it was really neat that they just, they off that B-plot character, like, just
1: right away. And something else has done that... Which Recently is kind of silly that, that
0: that that would happen like that. Although I guess the idea is that, you know, they they it's didn't they, bit, did, they didn't see it coming. You know, it's a I do love like when uh, it happens. She's like, oh shit,
1: yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like collateral uh, um, when um, Mark Ruffalo gets gets aced right outside the club.
0: That that's like what I was kind of thinking about. Um, yeah. No. Jada Pinkett Smith is is not in this movie. I, I'm looking right at it, dude. Are you?
1: Look at Angel. There she
0: is, Agent yeah. Thompson. That did not look like her. What a nice little hair! I
1: got really yeah. worried for you for a minute there again. No. I was
0: like, Tim, what are you doing? Are you, <laughs> what are you?
1: I've redeemed myself. I still, <laughs> I swear that I've seen Chiwetel outside of a shitty ranch house with a gun, like. You know, the, like, you're, yeah, you're literally saying that
0: to me and I am like, I know exact, I can look, I can see
1: the jacket that he's wearing. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I okay, can see it. Right. So I
0: know what you're talking about.
1: I haven't seen The guests in a minute, so I'll just blame that. Um, good movie. It is. Uh, I thought the hospital stuff was cool. Like that was like a nice gun. That was like a good, good action scene. Good gunfight. Uh, as far as movie gunfights go.
0: Good gunfight. Uh, I like, I like how, um...
1: That little trick they do with the, like, guard this hallway?
0: Guard the hallway? I, I, li- I like the idea of uh, him being like, uh, like there's the one guy, and he's like, now we're going to the elevator. And he's just like, how could you do this? And he's like, well, I'm not the fucking one that said one person guards the fucking service elevator. And, like, gets him <laughs> in there. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm into this. Um, It is wild that he was able to do it. Yep, that he jumps in. Yeah, uh, He's Mike Banning. Um I feel like if ever there was a time to like work in some knife action, it would have been there, but he can't kill these guys. And yeah. I think that's another part of the movie that kind of unfortunately limits the knife use is that he can't be stabby McStabbing all of these government right. employees. Because he's because he's, he's
1: he, conscious the whole time he's trying to clear his name.
0: They're very, yeah. they're very adamant of like, look, we only have... We've got like thirty guys that we can kill that work for um Angelica Houston's brother, yeah, or cousin. I can't remember what it is, um, so we need to be very careful with this. We already killed fifteen where the dad just like blew him up even though he didn't know who they
1: were, <laughs> or well, he also killed the ones in the in the truck uh the ones uh, in the truck out yeah. which which that's when you get the reveal, which is like. I was glad when in the first scene they show that guy being mad for getting kicked down the stairs. I was glad that he didn't become like the secondary, like the second in command that oh, chases yeah, right. Mike for the rest of the movie. Sure. I was glad that he was just dead at the at that scene. That is true. Um, yeah, 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 and yeah, they yeah. threw a little flashback in because they know that I would not remember that that guy's <laughs> right. face. Right. I appreciate. Like that. I appreciated that too. <laughs> yeah. Where he like looks at him and I'm like, who's that? And
0: then looks they like show the other guy and I'm like. I'm still pretty sure that's the same actor, but I get what you're telling me. Sure. And then he like, he pulls off the masks of other people. And I'm like,
1: they all look like that guy that you just showed me in the flashback. So I didn't, I wasn't paying that much attention during the, um, the lone wolf terrorist hunt call of duty mission at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, fun, fun, fun series.
1: What what else you got uh, on
0: Olympus? But, uh, what he, what or, about uh, the, the fight? Angel. So
1: you didn't... All right, you, you were very upset at the lack of knife fights. You didn't like Extremely. the end fight at the... with the... on the rooftop with the two knives. That was like a... that was like Dark Link. That's fighting your mirror image. I, That's I what that was it was, fun. and I like yeah. it.
0: They pull out the knives, and I'm like, uh-huh. I go, okay, here we fucking go. Uh-huh. Kind of in the same way like I'm watching White House Down, and at a moment randomly for no reason at all Channing Tatum has a knife in his hand and I text you I'm just like he's got a fucking knife he's got a fucking knife in his hand and he's just holding a knife in his hand while he's listening to something because I think he was about to do something and then he puts the knife away and I'm like you fucking idiot but then the knife comes back and that's they were just planting like the knife is there don't worry Um, an angel has fallen they pull out the knives and I'm like fuck yeah knife time Fucking pointy McStab stab. Let's do this. Like let's uh-huh. wreck, wreck this guy. Um, and it's just a, it's just a, a little, a little, a little slash, and then a little like, oh, I'm about to stab you, like in the gut, and then just like a quick little right into the heart in the, which is my favorite place for people to stab someone. By the way,
1: I thought that was like that was. I like some, uh... I like it.
0: I, but I'm. It's not just the presence of knives that I'm interested in. It is the amount of times that they are um, utilized in stabbing another person. Man, Mike, you really are into this. I'm really into Gerard <laughs> Butler stabbing people with a knife in, in an aggressively extensive way.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to work on some ink blots and we're going to look at those and see what else to say. Um, I, I do
0: appreciate that the big bad is taken down by Mike Banning with a knife. I'm not going to knock the movie for that. Does that make up for the lack of knife use throughout the rest of the movie? I say no. I say No.
1: Okay, well, you know, I guess I, I never went in uh, primarily for the knife aspect, so I could see we had I priorities. I wasn't here for the knife
0: stuff first either, but after the first one and after the second one, so embrace the knife stuff. Like, the second one literally has a scene when he gets a knife. They have a line in the second one where he's yes. like, well, if I had had a knife, I would have blah, blah, blah. And I'm Why like... Why
1: didn't he have a knife? He has a suit. They're very easy to conceal.
0: I don't know, but when he does get that first knife, you're just like here we go. And the very first thing (laughs) he does, he's like, I'm going to fucking torture kill the main bad guy's brother on a fucking mic. Yeah, that was wild too. Yeah, we
1: glossed right over that. Yeah. Um, That was was a choice that they made. Um, Again, a weird thing to still be uh, angling for in 2016, but you know. um, What was I going to say? I I mean, I like the end of that. That ending fight is fun. Um, It is like... The only good scene in the movie, Troy, when uh Brad Pitt, Achilles, does that cool little jump over the big yeah, guy. Yeah, and it's just like... That was, and does the, yeah, and then the guy falls over. It replicated that same sort of cool, like, and then... like yeah, the you're, in, you're in and you're out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm glad it was you.
0: I'm glad it was you.
1: Yeah, that was... I mean, and that moment at the end, I was like, I kind of wish that they did push the friendship between these two a little bit more because it would have made that better. Yeah, yes. Uh, but really we just got one scene about like, I don't know, some dumbass. I story.
0: think it would have been better if they were a little bit more, um, visually, uh, closer in age. Cause yeah. I was getting the whole like, Oh, John Houston was like his mentor kind of thing at the beginning. Yes. And then they're like, yeah, we used to be in the shit. And like, we, we got, we're we bought this guy a car age. once. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that would have been a better thing. But I think I got I got what they were getting at. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard not to, you know, where it's just like, oh, I gotta kill you, and I'm like, I don't know, this guy like framed you, dude. Like he's <laughs> kill him. <laughs> like he's an asshole. Um, like it would have been different if his idea was like, my plan was to get you to like Russia, and then to I could, join I, with us, and then I, but then yeah. I could try and get you like your wife and your kid. Like over yeah. there, like you were going to be a sacrifice, but I wasn't ever going to kill you. I wasn't. I would never right. hurt you. But it does. It's not that he's like they wanted to kill him and bury him in the middle of the woods so no one ever yeah. found him again, which is a good idea,
1: right? It's smart. Yeah, it's
0: a smart idea.
1: Because um, even if they tried to get him to Russia, he never would have gone along with it. But also, yeah, that that would have made it made that final scene maybe a little bit more of like a uh, a a choice or a yeah. Yeah, more of a moral. He's like,
0: I'm a bad guy. I'm doing the bad stuff. I'm the guy you have to beat in this, but I never wanted to hurt you or your family. That's not what this was about.
1: You don't feel bad about this at all, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, it was never my intention to kill the president or (laughs) anything like that. Like, if they had kind of pushed it... And it becomes a little bit harder to write stuff like that, both morally and like arc wise. But Mm -hmm. like, if you create a character who's just like, I am attempting to do all of these big things, but it's never been my intention to kill anyone. All of the deaths that have happened have either been, you know, in retaliation to the thing that I was doing that I can't control or you guys killing my team and stuff like that. And you can still have your bombastic action scenes and stuff. But at the end of the day, he can still be like, I was never going to hurt you. I was never going to hurt your family. I wanted this all to work out. This is for the betterment of everything. But at the end of the day, it comes down to something as petty as the dude wants a job, which I get yeah. it. In 2020, we all know what it's like <laughs> to want a job. Um, well, most of us. Sorry. Tax uh, tax boy over here. Hey,
1: easy. Always going to need to be grabbing them taxes. You know... Uh the it's interesting that the PMC guys use drones to blow up all the secret service guys. And they're the bad guys when number two was very pro drone. So that's, that was something yeah. that, that just sort of popped in that they immediately walk back. Actually, drones are bad now. Uh, right.
0: That's the first thing that I, that I thought of too. I was like, wait, I thought yeah. like they were just being like, isn't it cool that we can blow up anybody. And then it's kind of yeah. like,
1: no, it's not. No. <laughs> uh, I really like how much, and this goes again to the stunt work and also, I guess, just the general direction. I like how much Gerard Butler gets his ass beat in this one. Uh, Yes, because you know you set up your theme of "I'm getting too old for this shit," and then like between in the last scene, like he gets that guy. The grenade comes down, and he has to get like the he has to lay on top of the dead guy with the grenade. Pretty cool. that one, you're and like, oh, he got his him shit back fucked up. You see up. it, yeah. yeah you right? see it, like that hurts. Hurts, hurt. yeah. yes. He's going to take ibuprofen afterwards for yeah. that one in specific. And then the gun going off right next to his head, and the like half of that fight scene is all, Whoa? yeah. Which you're, is you're like classic. again, like, yeah, this dude is like, the job is destroying him, and that they lean so hard into that with a sequel on the way. I don't know what they're gonna do.
0: I have no idea what Night Has Fallen is going to be about. I, I tried to find any type of plot synopsis that's been uh-huh. released just yet because they literally okayed it in November uh-huh. 2020. They were like, we're going to start wow. doing this shit. Um. So we're, we're not getting it for a little bit. But when yeah. we do,
1: me and you. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do a refresher we're com- episode. We're
0: coming back. Yeah. Remember, remember Hurricane Heist? Remember Hurricane yep. Heist? We're gonna do a hurricane heist
1: style. Uh do you got
0: you you got we're hitting the two hour mark now. Yeah, so see uh, you got anything, got anything else anything. that you wanted to get out there before we wrap it up?
1: It was very funny that they photoshopped Morgan Freeman into the G twenty. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was really was so good. Funny. right next to Vladimir Putin, too, of all people. <laughs> and Angela Merkel's just standing there in the center and he's just like giggling <laughs> like oh, oh. That was so good. Um I mean, even if he's Uh, his body isn't broken. He's going to get that first responders disease from being around a blown up hell like hospital that dust cloud that came out. I mean, dude, Mike, if the next movie isn't just Mike banning, like trying to get health insurance coverage, like,
0: yeah, that's a good plot. I'd be into that. (laughs) That's like maybe the progression of kind of like the conservative, the conservative ideals forming into liberal ones. Like by the end of like the third new one that's coming out, he's just like, Listen, we need to open up more abortion clinics and make them completely
1: (laughs) available to anyone who wants to use this choice. Uh, If if you are a political strategist and you are working for the Democrats or liberals or leftists, whatever – the people that you want to get that are that you could turn, I'm telling you, you could turn are people that have been with this series the whole time and they like the third one. Yeah, you can turn those people. You can you yeah. can
0: slowly switch it where it's like you're just kind of like, you know, Starbucks isn't that bad. And we're like, wait, Starbucks isn't that bad.
1: Well, or just being like, yeah. So you support the troops, right? And they're like, yeah. Well, you would support them being safe and home, right? And not in bad wars. They're like, yeah, of course. Like that's the guy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like
0: that's how you do it.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. These movies are so wild to watch in just the the everything is political climate of of now. Uh, where everybody's a little bit more awakened. Uh, and it's just, it's really interesting to watch them with that kind of lens. And I don't think you can, it would be, it might be nice to be able to watch them without that sort of lens, but I think it makes them more interesting. Totally. To yeah. To be able to. For sure. I mean,
0: and I think that that's the thing where it's like, I think that you were much more honed in on like the political, um, aspects of like like you had that lens on where I was more like I don't want to think about any more fucking sad French new wave shit. I, wanna, I, <laughs> right, wanna right. I want to I want to watch Gerard Butler just, stab the fuck out right. of people and have fun and I was loving it, but I was also noticing like there's a lot of political fare going on here and in watching White House Down, that also kind of brought up everything else. I was like, man, this feels this has such a different attitude than the last two movies. Cause I watched white house down in between London and angel. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, this has such a different attitude, especially going from the ending of London, as we've talked about into white house down, it's kind of like, it's black and white and it's Mm. then going into angel has fallen. I think it was just kind of the lack of knives and the lack of Aaron Eckhart kind of left me at a standstill. I was just like, not my has fallen movies it's this is not what different. I'm here for, yeah. And it's, I think, taking into context maybe this political shift that they went through, whether that is because of the different um, writers and director, or because of the different political climate in these kind of conservative Republican values being um, just fucking devolved by the Trump administration getting in in 2016. Yeah. whichever one it was like the movie definitely has a, a bit of retconning on its mind that's pretty interesting and I'm, I'm pretty excited to see where it goes but like you i'm like what did they do after this
1: like what do they that feels like the ending it does it it feels like yeah he's like like this is a dude is he gonna be like smoking weed now you know like is he going it. to be like chill and just being like yeah i go to the sensory depth tank with my dad like twice a week and i'm like really chill now and, and
0: me and seth rogan uh, talk shit
1: about ted cruz on twitter all the time yeah right and i you know pottery and, uh, classes yeah <laughs> yeah is he gonna be like that kind of dude because i don't know where you go from like the sensory deprivation tank thing at the end is so crazy how it's so fucking ridiculous. weird yeah, where it's does so like what weird. the implications that has for this character who literally was just saying he was going to kick uh, Middle Eastern ass for the rest of his life like it is so. And that's clo- maybe like where they're going. It's like, oh,
0: we need to make him a little healthier for the next one because, you know, we just skyfalled and we still need to specter. So they're kind of like, <laughs> we need to figure this out. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Well, Tim. This was great.
1: Yes, Mike. Yeah, this was a fun one. I I was surprised. Uh, I like me this too. I, Transformers.
0: I thought I was gonna like. I was like, oh, that would be funny. We'll watch those dumb action movies. And in <laughs> yeah. And that first one, I was just like, it's like when you first saw John Wick just shooting everybody in the fucking head twice. You're just like, I never knew that this was what I was what I was missing in action movies. And it's like seeing Gerard Butler just stab people so many times. I was just like. This is what I want right now. This Uh is great.
1: We should do The Hunted then.
0: The Hunted and The Edge.
1: Yeah, I I didn't know (laughs) about The Edge. But if the next one, if you want to do The Hunted, which I, for whatever reason, was a movie I loved in high school, was like one of those movies that when you're a teenager, like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite movie. Like, (laughs) it was one of those. uh, And I'll say that, like, it's two knife fighting experts Going playing cat and mouse with each other, and at the end they make their own knives to fight each other with them. Oh,
0: I'm into knives now too, so that's
1: yeah. Cool. So maybe
0: we could do um like teenage teenage obsessed movies, and you could do The <laughs> Hunted, and I'll do Virtuosity. Finally, oh, which man, you just yeah. watched Virtuosity. What a weird. Told you, movie. great movie, right? The fucking so Citizen crazy. Kane of the '90s <laughs> changed everything, man. The Matrix would not exist without Virtuosity. Absolutely. I'm I'm I agree. Um all right, so we, yeah, we've been going for 2 hours now, so uh thank you everybody for listening. Uh please remember to rate, review, subscribe, 5 stars on Apple Podcasts as well. Really is good for us to get our name out there. Our numbers are continuing to rise in a pretty um intimidating fashion. So it's kind of like That's people awesome. are are responding, they are doing stuff, but everybody just like hitting the 5 stars really helps us out. Um I know sometimes it can feel like, well, a lot of people listen to this. I don't have to do it. If you just do it, it's awesome. And we'll love you. Thank you. Um, and Hey, one day we might do, Hey, whoever gave us five stars and left, like at least six words of a review, we'll send some free shit one day. Don't you want to be on that list when it happens? Come on. It's not a guarantee that we're doing that. I'm just saying. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, remember to go to, uh, storiescreambeacon.com for a bunch of cool, uh, articles, reviews, videos, and other podcasts. um, Follow us on Twitter at story underscore screen and on Instagram at story underscore screen underscore beacon. And you can also find us on Facebook at a uh, story screen beacon, New York, uh, doing a lot of fun stuff. Tim,
1: do you got anything to plug? Uh, I'm hanging out in my house, hanging out in the house, uh, making some cookies. If you're uh, if if it's still Corona times when you're reading this, you know, get a N95 and wear two masks.
0: That's true. Yeah. The fabric stuff is not killing is not doing it anymore. You got to get your N95s. Just buy three of
1: them. Those will last you for a while. You keep them sealed bags. Yeah, uh, when yep. you're not using them. Yep. Rotate. Get yep. your little
0: plastic bag. Move them around be and safe, stuff like everybody. that.
1: Just be safe.
0: Uh, take it easy. Yeah. Uh, we're we're probably not going to get back to normal world until 2022 anyway. Just accept it and just deal with it. Um, just deal with it. That's it. Um, and get excited uh, for King Kong. Be fun. Have fun.
1: Yeah
0: yeah march thirty first they moved it <laughs> they moved it uh, all right everybody uh, thanks again Tim thank you so much for watching these movies with me and as always uh, chatting with me about them and uh, yeah we'll see you we'll see you later. See you later.